0: Steve Dangle Podcast, powered, powered by, by Sports, Sports Interaction.
1: Interaction.
0: Wanna bet? D
1: P P the Steve Dangle Podcast with your host Steve Dangle, Adam Wild, and Jesse Blake.
2: You know it's a shame nothing happened this weekend. What a boring weekend for so Lee fans! Boring. How is this our first show since the trade? I know. I know. Well, it's not your first show. You did you did one video and then two uh recap videos like LFRs. And then Jesse and did a, a Jesse stream. Blake Sports report. Oh, you did the stream too for SportsNet. <laughs> right. And Jesse did the
3: you did you were the only non-baked member of the two of us or the three of us, sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, you did it. That should we go through that the, no, no. the no.
2: furious debate in my basement? We're not going through that yet. No. We need to start the show with does Kyle Dubas listen to the SDP. I present to you, yes, Article 1. Mm. Kyle Dubas discussing trades and trading draft picks.
0: With the prospects and what they're about. We're with uh, the prospects, mostly because we know the prospects and what they're about. We're with them every day and the picks are a little bit like the mystery box. You can have the uh have the mystery box, you can have the prospects. So Oh, hold on. You have a choice. You can have the boat or the mystery box.
3: What are you crazy? We'll take the boat.
2: No, oh, no, no, not so fast, Lois. A boat's a boat, but the mystery box could be anything. It could even be a boat. See? <laughs> I feel like
1: <laughs> I feel
2: like he's listening. Here's what I feel like.
3: Dubis is roughly our age. <laughs> 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 and consumes pop culture. And, and has probably sh- you has think he's watches family guy. family
2: guy when he's like tweeting about the Chinese he's not, farmer. He's not
0: a robot, Adam. Like he's a human being. Yeah. I mean, a <laughs> I think group. he's seen Family guy.
3: guy. I'm, I'm going to Google right now. <laughs> is Kyle Dubis a robot? How old? Isn't well, he 38? I need to know. 37? Is Kyle Dubis older than Mark Giordano? Because um, has Dubis ever been GM? of a leaf's team where there wasn't a player older than him. Oh. I'm no. pretty sure the answer is no. no he is 37. November 29th, yeah, 1985.
0: Yeah, so he would have grown up with this era of Family Guy.
3: Yeah. And like that's an early episode of Family Guy. That was that was the original Family Guy then it got canceled. Mm-hmm.
2: Then they brought it back. This is DVD box set Family Guy, first 3 seasons. Uh, it was with three or four. Yeah, no, know. they had three seasons and then they were canceled. And then they brought it back. Yeah, and I remember that box set was like making the rounds at Moet. You'd have to like trade several DVDs for oh, it. Oh yeah. what's her face wasn't even Meg yet, probably. Uh, Alex Borstein. No, Mila Kunis. No. Mila, oh, Kunis. Mila, Kunis. Oh, Mila Kunis. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah Alex yeah.
0: Borstein's lowest.
2: That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, I think after I think I'm after the sure. first season, it was Mila first Kunis. Season? After yeah. the first season, yeah. Second yeah, season yeah. It was Mila. This Kunis. isn't first season, so yeah. I have to say, um, the other thing I want to say is Ryan O'Reilly doesn't know his water bottles in toronto yet did you see this one? <laughs> yes. i've got that uh i've got it queued up for you there jesse it was actually really unfortunate <laughs> it uh it really is so um
0: it's I guess from the it's from the broadcast but is it is it a still image or well we video? can make it a
2: still image i think or oh, maybe okay. i should just leave it but anyway yeah, i'll show the image long story short ryan some water <laughs> bottles have water some water bottles have gatorade <laughs> and uh bio steel Bi- how dare BioSteel, you how dare
3: <laughs> Excuse
0: me. The the Rogers representatives will be very
2: upset. That's right. That's right. Bio steel in every bottle. Bio Bio steel. (laughs) steel. Um, Anyway, yeah. So I I think uh, he didn't know which one was. And the, the funny part was the trainer handed him another bottle, and it also had Gator steel in it. Oh, no, that really? one had water. Did it? Yeah, the second one is the. All yeah, because he had video, to
3: rinse yeah. out like. Again, the especially very very not this during warm like, so so he So you're getting does used to the, the labels on the water steel. bottles, and then trying, then the trying the to cool one one himself he off, he realizes. Wait the a
0: the second, realizes that's realizes not clear, that's happened. pink. I just sprayed myself with bio steel. That one's also. Now we get the
1: water.
2: Properly, so
1: well hydrated ahead
2: of his debut for this one that it's a lot to take in, especially
3: been So uncomfortable.
2: Well, yeah, I was thinking there. He's standing there at the national anthem with sticky hair. Nah. sticky fingers you know you probably want to wash your hands after that and beard and
3: equipment and yeah yeah no like he felt that way the rest of the game hello
0: now, marketing people people of biosteel
2: this is your chance
0: right now new hashtag take the biosteel challenge get leafs fans to pour biosteel on hey, their
2: head marketing genius jesse blake free tip. wow wow well
3: you're wow. welcome i like that was it okay hey 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 less less of the free all right <laughs> So, yeah, we Call need
2: to charging for these genius ideas. <laughs> um, uh, I wanna, a million dollars. Uh, what if people just
3: drench themselves in our product?
2: Before we talk about where we were and what happened and break down the trade, Jesse and Steve, I have a spelling bee for you. Mm. Spell, and don't look at your computers. Computer, Jesse. O'Reilly. O apostrophe R. And this is where it gets tricky. E-I.
1: L L Y? Hey, okay, Jesse, spell O'Reilly.
0: Steve, do you believe that Morgan is EI? Or Ryan is EI?
3: So a long time ago, and I wish I remembered this Twitter user, but when the Leafs had Riley and Rhymer, they tweeted me I before E unless he plays G. Ha ha
1: ha! I like that. And
3: that's how I learned riley was r-i-e mm-hmm.
0: so that means ryan o'reilly is r-e-i
3: yes yeah
0: two l's and two, a y two l's two l's and a y hold on
2: i'm just making sure i'm just checking
1: you didn't oh, have the didn't? answer
2: <laughs> no i
3: did I, just to,
1: I,
2: I looked at it and i'm like i don't know i just <laughs> want to make sure and i was and you guys were correct o-r-e-i-l-l-y Let's go. I before e, unless he plays c. There you go. There you go. And, <laughs> I and. really
3: need that person to tweet at me because that was a very long time. Of now, legit. Morgan Riley yeah. is
2: what then? W- what? How do you spell Morgan Riley? It's uh, R-I-E-L-L-Y. Okay. You were unsure about that second L. Too. Yeah,
3: because you really sprung <laughs> That's
2: it. That's right. Me. Absolutely, I did. Okay, so <laughs> so uh, for those who you know are not Leaf fans or whatever, um, this is unquestionably the biggest trade since 2004 at least at the trade deadline at least at the trade deadline. At very least the trade deadline and the Leafs you have to remember we were grew up, we grew up and we were conditioned on the Leafs making a big move every trade deadline yeah so like <laughs> looking back um
3: you know because people were debating holy shit yeah every year was fireworks
2: yeah absolutely uh this is the first real fireworks trade we've seen since then. And that, by the way, was Brian Leach leaving the New York Rangers and coming to play for the Leafs. Who did he sign with afterwards, Steve?
3: The Boston Boston Bruins. It's even more
2: heartbreaking than that.
3: They traded for Leach with a year left on his deal, but the year left was 4 5 which there was no NHL season. Yeah, he was supposed to be a
2: Leaf for two seasons. He just walked. Okay, now, um, I'm not convinced that uh, trades I'm sorry, I'm now convinced that trades breaking directly after a show is posted is Dubas punishing us for not believing after the first week this season.
3: At 11 o'clock?
2: 11 o'clock at night. Um, uh, On a Friday. Something Leaf fans... Of a long like, weekend. Like the Leafs do most of their shopping in the summer. Uh, it's kind of cool to have that energy injected into the lineup. But um where were you both because jesse you were at hockey were you not you're playing yeah i was on the ice till
0: about 11 because we got to play long steve you missed hockey on friday Damn it. we got to spend an extra 20 minutes on the ice so we were on till like eleven twenty. so i didn't hear about the trade until i came off like eleven thirty. did you have
3: enough people to play five on five
0: yeah, so you no, know, one one uh, line change was four on four, and then the next one was five on five. Okay. So yeah, it was pretty good.
3: Because sometimes we only have enough for threes, and that sounds like torture, actually. No, it's brutal. But, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, four on four or five on five, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it good.
0: Fine. Yeah, so I was like delayed by, I don't know, an hour, because it happened at like 10. Damn, 50 or something? And Steve, where so were lucky. you?
2: I was in my basement next to Adam. Hi. <laughs> now... There was a debate, Jesse, I need you to know that uh, about Steve going, should I just do it? No. And I said, no, you shouldn't. And his Your wife said, wife was pro just do it. <laughs> his, but Steve's wife said no. No, no, no. And, yeah, then,
3: I, and again, her and you, same opinion. Uh, <laughs> go figure. <laughs>
2: we do get along pretty
3: good. Yeah. 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 I, I <laughs>
0: mentioned off the top of my video at Friday morning, I guess, or Friday night. Uh, that you couldn't do one because you were baked and a lot of people in the comments were like that's the video we want yeah. <laughs> right?" you say <laughs> but
3: that, maybe one that's day
2: not what you want no you say that you don't know what you want and no. it's not that. that i can guarantee you don't <laughs> want that
3: it if, was quite the experience because like what why was the tv on What were we watching? We were watching the NBA All-Star celebrity competition. And then it ended, Yeah, and then the ticker comes across the screen. I think you were the first one to realize it. You went, holy shit, the Leafs just got Ryan O'Reilly. And I looked up, and I could tell I was big because my first thing was, yeah, but is it from a verified account? (laughs) <laughs> and I then like, a little voice in TV. my head said it's the television steve <laughs>
0: and it's verified."
2: S- and the second thing i said was text jesse now he doesn't i wonder if he knows because like you've been calling You're this for weeks ice. yeah but yeah. also he's been calling it on the show for weeks he's been like yeah. i think they should get ryan o'reilly apparently yeah. dubis agreed you yeah. talked
3: me into it because uh, i remember being sort of cold on it at first mm-hmm. but it's i i like it man i like it i did, I don't know if just, we're getting into it.
0: Just, yeah, yeah. yeah, just before before we, before we leave this conversation, did you have to talk Steve out of doing the yes. video idea? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He, were no, you
2: adamant? At, about was not It, not only, it was Adam's like a what? ten minute discussion between Natalie all four goes of us.
3: have a coffee.
2: Oh no! <laughs> I was like Nat, sure. And then help. and then I almost did it. And then Steve tweets out, "Yeah, I can't do it tonight. I'm baked." And then and then forgot that he tweeted it, and then said, "You forget you you probably don't remember this." And then no. you're like you're still you, even though you tweeted it out because we're like okay if you tweet out that, you, that you're baked then everybody's gonna know and everybody's gonna be like okay I'll wait for it to tomorrow and then you're gonna there's gonna be some finality to it you're not gonna be tempted to do it because mm. I was worried right. not while we were there but when we left
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then and then so Steve tweets it and then he puts his phone down and we're watching the breakdown of the trade coverage and he goes man I think I gotta do it and we're like Steve you already <laughs> tweeted that you can't do it and he's like oh you're right you're right you're right I forgot I forgot I forgot <laughs> I was I was
3: I was jacked. I know, I and it's exciting.
2: It. It's exciting, and I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad that we have other people at this network who can handle it in the meantime before you jump on. But but it, it is a big deal. So the Leafs acquire Ryan O'Reilly, Nolichari, and St. Louis gets Abramov, Godet. Hey. Hey, oh, hey, 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 theres pillar, some, uh, pillar, There's been some big Josh Pillar erasure here. Okay, Josh Pillar. Sorry,
3: even in the tweet. Yeah, the oh, Leafs. The and Leafs also, didn't we got it. Josh Pillar. Yeah.
2: Uh, St. Louis receives Mikhail Abramov, Adam Gaudet, Toronto's first in 23, Ottawa's third in 23, Toronto's second pick in 24, and Minnesota receives Toronto's fourth in 25. Now, people rightly pointed out that that's an entire draft class of people. That's a lot of draft picks. That's four draft picks. Yeah. And Abramov, who's kind of been falling off and falling down the the depth chart, and Gaudet, who's 26 and a good AHL player, has played some time in Vancouver and that sort of thing, but wasn't going to get into the Leafs lineup.
3: It's an exciting opportunity for him. Sure. I assume he'll play some games with the Blues once they're all said and done. Yep, And he'll probably put up some points and then go to free agency and sign with the team and maybe make a roster out of camp. Almost made the Leafs. Yeah. He really did. Like He he looked pretty decent in the uh, preseason. And I think the reason it didn't continue is he got injured.
2: Oh, is that right? Because
3: he was hitting everything that moved and pissing everybody off. And then someone cranked him real good. I can't remember who it was. And uh, that's, you know, sort of started a season on the wrong foot, but he's almost a point of game player in the AHL.
2: It's, um, it's very interesting because the, the, uh, the stories around this trade are, are, are fascinating, right? You've got just the very fact that Ryan O'Reilly's dad was tweeting about it and you saw that and the fact that Brian he, O'Reilly, he, yeah. How funny is that?
1: <laughs>
2: that's comedy. You've got Brian you've got Ryan, and then Cal? Cal, Cal, Cal.
3: Yes. <laughs> Cal O'Reilly. Cal, Cal
2: Leo Metalurg Magnitogorsk fame. Um uh so I guess we've heard both of your breakdowns of the trade. Um now we've seen both players, Achari included, play in Leafs jerseys. They both scored points. No no got a goal. That's right. Um goal Achari. Uh and it was interesting to hear Shit, Cal, I should have used that. One of the things I was worried about was like hey, you know Ryan O'Reilly came back from a broken foot. Are we okay with this? And Kevin BX has said, I wouldn't worry about it. He's not a foot speed guy anyway. So I'm just going to have to take his advice on that.
3: Yeah. But also like, so there were comparisons with, um, Foligno. Yeah. Uh, comparisons with Patrick Kane and comparisons, obviously with Ryan O'Reilly. Uh, Kane and Felino are like soft tissue issues. Yeah. Um, Kane's will require surgery. O'Reilly's is a bone. Bones heal, and then and once they, ha- they heal, they're healed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I know it's not quite that simple.
2: All doctors and medical But it's a little same. bit more definitive. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. And so, and he had come back, and he'd scored three points in, in three games uh, uh, in St. Louis. So then, I guess they go to uh, the St. Louis Blues, finish the game. They find out about the trade. Ryan O'Reilly has to go back to the rink and grab his and Achari's equipment. And they're adamant that they got to play... Against Montreal on Saturday, love it, and then of course, then that means they got to play a third game in a row. Chicago on Sunday, yeah,
0: and yeah. we all—well, I did. I don't know if you guys got on it. I made my bet at Sports Interaction that Ryan O'Reilly would score a goal because oh! they threw it up that, uh, that morning. Uh, actually, and you know what, I did. It, it
2: didn't hit, unfortunately.
1: Sorry, yeah, it you know, was
2: available and it didn't hit. You know what bet I did win? What I won? Uh, game score? What? what I said there would be six total goals against Montreal. Oh! What did that pay? Uh, it was like it was like two. <laughs>
3: oh, oh, <laughs> it was the most me. obvious one. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah okay. I thought it. you were going to say Minute Madness, and it was yeah, like, "Oh, well,
2: okay. I." So I predicted the score, and I said it was going to be four two, and it ended up being five one. But total goals scored, I got it was six. Nice, oh, okay. not nice. bad, right? Nice. 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 Um, but yeah, no, I think I, I, what I want to know from you guys now—you've seen Achari, you've seen Ryan O'Reilly. Let's start with Ryan O'Reilly. Let's talk about the trade, and let's talk about the first couple of games in a Leafs uniform. When you when you break down this trade, do you care that the Leafs wiped out an entire draft class, essentially, you know, for four picks uh, for a guy like this? No.
3: Um, and like, listen, no one will like this trade if the Leafs lose in the first round. It is what it is. But we have to remember what we said at the time,
2: which is win the first round
3: <laughs> we said at the time is win the damn first round this helps them win the first round. It makes them a better defensive team. Like people were talking about, well, oh, man, go out and get a big name defenseman. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly makes it so that it makes it so that you're less desperate to do that. Honestly, I think I'd kind of rather see them go after another forward potentially. Uh, really? Yeah. Like what? Why not double down on, on what your strength is, right? Uh, well, and in the playoffs, actually, it's been a weakness. So uh, Achari provides depth scoring. Mm-hmm. O'Reilly provides both. Yes. Like Achari provides so much of what they lack. O'Reilly provides, I would say, strength because Matthews is a really good two-way player. Tavares is maybe losing a step there. And it's, it's very interesting because this whole, this thing of Tavares being on the wing I think it's fun, and they're trying it. I don't think they're going to stick it. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's not working.
1: I, I don't know not necessarily
3: about work, it. but I don't. Like, okay. Listen, I could have lost my mind with the Chicago game. Sid did.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Uh, Sid Sixero, who joined game over last night. That's right.
3: Yes. And uh, I just, you know, they're 4-4-2 four, four against bottom five teams in the league. That's brutal brutal and you could go off on that forever this individual game to me was a write-off like o- O'Reilly and Achari exhausted and Achari scored somehow mm-hmm. um Samsonov if there's one thing to criticize the least for like should not have played that game
0: no nope. no there was no reason can Eric no, Shelgren not play hockey like like, like that is that he is... not a human who can play goal in the NHL like why was Samsonov in I wonder that? if he would have were...
3: been better
2: oh yeah this might sound stupid I know. I'm just checking. But maybe they were protecting the Marlies, which you shouldn't do. But that's maybe stupid. that's what they were doing. I don't know. I don't know why Shelgren was asking the question. I don't know.
3: like there maybe there's emergency call-up stuff involved there because if I remember correct, Shelgren was an emergency call-up, and yeah. you can't clear a player to play and just keep that emergency call-up. That's yeah, he was he was a
0: call-up on Saturday to be the backup, so there might be that. But like to, to your point, like you, you were very calm in the LFR, and and you're saying it's not, if you're not going to take a lot from Wednesday's win, you can't really take a lot from Sunday's loss. And I was waiting for you to 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 yell, "This is SL. This is this is SL on Sunday. It was a schedule loss."
1: Oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was like my wife.
0: It was a schedule loss on on, Saturday, on Sunday because like even before the season, if you, if you just look at the schedule and earmark games, that time zone move. After playing Saturday, after all the hype, they're all up Friday night. If if it, well, except for John Tavares, who was in bed by six p.m. And, and woke up to the news on on Friday. But all of that emotion, that energy, they were drained by Saturday.
3: hundred percent. I don't know Sunday. if you
0: guys know. Sorry, Sunday. I don't know if you guys noticed. There's one zone entry, and like people hate zone entries. But Austin Matthews was in the first period. He was just going to enter the zone, and he lost the puck casually. And and Chicago oh. picked it up, and there's and there was just their puck now, and like those little things. That's <laughs> he's just
3: tired. Well, the entire also, team was tired. And then, so his first game back uh, from injury, if I remember correctly, was the Wednesday game against Chicago. That's Correct. And in the post game quotes, he talked about not really having his breath. Followed by two days off. Followed by back to back games yeah. after again all the adrenaline of that, and back to back with travel. I hate them. Mm-hmm
2: then it's an hour earlier and the time change. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, it's like 18 hours from the game end to the start of the next game. Oh, yeah.
3: How, like, NHLPA, figure it out. Like, and uh, what are, how are those a thing?
0: <laughs> One of the most fun things you said as well at the end of the LFR was, if this is a playoff game, the Leafs beat Chicago.
3: Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, and but, I know it's the but, Leafs and we can all go, ha, ha, ha. But, like, the one team is good, the other team is not, and in the playoffs, it's equal
2: ground.
0: Let's all let's all be honest here. They just couldn't get up for this game on a Sunday. Yeah, they afternoon. were, exa- were bad. It it's
2: okay. I was okay, it's but you okay, know what? Let okay me okay also okay acknowledge something. Let me also acknowledge something. Yeah, I was internet mad about it. Yeah, I was internet mad. I was a little internet mad. I watched your your video the next day and I calmed down a little bit. I don't. I love, love doing that. By the way, I don't love. I love swerving. I don't love their their record against. Teams the the bottom five teams in the it's league, terrible. which is yeah. four four and two. It's terrible. Yeah. I don't love it, but two of those losses have come on the second half of a back to back back to back in successive weeks. Mm-hmm. Columbus and uh, Chicago. Columbus and last Saturday. Chicago. Columbus was the Anaheim one.
3: Columbus though. Yeah, I know, the night tr- before. So less acceptable. The Anaheim saying, one
0: was also a back to back. That's yeah, true. Yeah, they also blew a three one. The
2: Anaheim team. one was also a back to back. Guys, yeah, I also want to throw. I want to throw something at you. Um, weirdly, okay, so the Marlies, I've looked at their last three games The one game that Eric Shelgren did not dress for uh, Was the 5-1 game on Saturday night against Rochester And I wonder if
3: Keith Petrozelli.
2: Well, yeah, it was Petrozelli that played And who's the other guy? Dylan Ferguson Who sat on the bench He's still with them He is Good for him I'm wondering I don't even
3: think he's under contract
2: I'm wondering if they thought about Shelgren and I wonder if they left it to Samsonov to make the choice, and sh- which they shouldn't have done. No, uh, uh, but it, but but Shelgren did not dress for the Marlies on the Saturday, so he could have been getting ready to go.
3: I think you're overthinking it, and I think the Leafs underthink. Yeah, thunk it.
2: Yeah, I think they were. He like... Didn't he didn't look like himself. Sam, Sammy's good.
3: Throw him in. Well, and it's it's, it's not hurt? even throw him in. It's yeah. not even just <clears throat> you're playing Samsonov at less than a hundred percent. It's you just put Matt Murray on LTIR. Like you're yeah. you you know, he's he's probably like got some dehydration from crapping himself basically for a couple days straight with an awful stomach bug. A lot of those flying around Ontario. So you're opening him up for potential injury, which really screws you. Mm-hmm. Why why? Do the Leafs not play tonight? Yeah, they well? do. They do play tonight. Like, and it's probably Sammy. Like,
0: save him. Yeah, I don't know. Even, well, even yeah. the, Joseph Wool is a young man. Joseph Wool could play two back-to-back games on a Saturday. Oh. No. I what? don't care. Goalies could also do that.
3: Like I did wonder that he's looked very good.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Also, the Marlies play like three games in a row sometimes. I'm sure he's used to playing a lot.
3: Do AHL players <laughs> hate it. Yeah, but hate Oh, one time yeah. versus
0: the Blackhawks, you have to play back-to-back games. There are other solutions than playing. Ilya Chalgren was one. Wall again, like, figure something out. It was yeah, ridiculous.
3: you do, uh, like, I hate to put Wall in that position, but, like, is your starter. You, yeah. You gotta, you gotta protect him.
0: Yeah. Also, and the entire team looked tired, and it was a lot of sloppy
3: play. There's... It wasn't great. Like, dude, I was exhausted by Sunday. Yeah. Also, <laughs> like,
0: the Blackhawks barely
3: won. That, too. <laughs> yeah, because they stink. Yeah. They're not good. Like, Kane had a great night, but, like, you go look at those goals it's it's target practice mm-hmm. <laughs> like Ilya was terrible yeah and I don't know not to take anything away from him but like he should have had at least two of them yeah yes, I think we were supposed no to be question. talking about
0: the trade here yeah we are <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for the day that uh we move away from Tavares on the wing because my whole thing with the trade is that um the you get the 300 monster back like we're back yes. to the original dream of this team which was uh Matthews uh, Tavares and Kadri. And now we get Matthews, Tavares, and Ryan O'Reilly. And I think that'll be crazy in the playoffs. And then when Keith wants to throw Ryan O'Reilly up on the wing, because I think he should be the winger and Tavares can handle the center spot, um, that's also a death lineup with that that top six. It's, it's a very deep core now and like Steve said, you can always add to it. You can always move Kerfoot or something and, and get some bodies in and bodies out off of the active roster. But they gave up nothing out of that forward
2: group or the defense to get this mm-hmm. core now, and it's spectacular move. move and by I, I, I have to say, with Nolachari on that bottom six, mm-hmm. that fourth line was buzzing. Well, it was a,
3: gr- it's a great fourth line. So I know a lot of people want to kick Kerfoot out the door, and if you can upgrade your forward group, I think you do it. But him
2: as the as a fourth line winger <laughs> with Achari is a hell of a luxury. There is a there's a you could a, it's a noticeable skill difference. Oh it was, my it's, god! It's, it's, it's like, like when um, he there when the Leafs made the playoffs randomly in 2013 and they rolled out I'll never forget it. It'd be like the first line was okay. Second line was okay. But then their third line was Kadri and loophole and they mm-hmm. they were rolling that year and they were they were a skill mismatch to anybody that played against what them. was the fourth line uh, It was probably pretty bad. It was Fraser it was McLaren like and
3: Clement McLaren or or, or, oh. or, or, or maybe 10
2: career goals between yeah. them. I think I, I, I think there's um, I, I agree with you. I, I want To see O'Reilly on the third line as well, because I think there's some pretty good pieces for him to play with. But also, um, when you bring a center to a new team, uh, you could see things like timing being off. And there was times where he got involved with plays that maybe he shouldn't have or whatever because he's learning. And I just felt like putting him right at center. I'm sure they did it to say, we want you to be comfortable here. But he's coming off the second and third night of hockey in a row. Yeah, And he's playing center. Put him on the wing. I'm not sure I even expect them
3: to be like fully great tonight against Buffalo.
2: Like I don't I don't want. I don't yeah. want to make you early on. Yeah. Three yeah. three games and four nights is not easy. But they're starting
3: yeah. to recover. Starting to get there. And
0: speaking of Buffalo, with the trade, uh, I remember like I had forgot that he's still on the contract that he signed with Buffalo. This giant no contract way. is the Buffalo really? contract. The 7.5 he signed Tim Murray signed him seven years ago. The, that's the contract Ryan O'Reilly is currently on.
2: Wow. And it's going to expire this season. So, yeah, it's quite a journey for him. The craziest news I heard was, <laughs> wow. was that Colorado was apparently interested. Oh, bringing and I was him back? Like, yeah. And I was like, really? I mean, I guess after seven years, it
3: doesn't they matter be. anymore. They should, there's a big, well, apart from all the injuries they've had, there's a big hole on their roster up the middle.
2: I mean, you lose
3: cadre, it's kind of
2: tough. tough. Yeah. Um, now, uh, the word on the street is the Leafs did check in on Timo Meyer, and that the, they felt the asking price was just too high. Um, and uh, Elliot Friedman did say that they got two players for less than it would have cost them for one Timo Meyer, which tells me that that is a sky-high asking price. And there's enough people involved or enough teams currently involved that San Jose can ask it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if, I mean, I, if I were San Jose, I mean, I don't think St. Louis is upset with the return they got for a guy who's expiring. Um, but if I was San Jose, I'd probably want more for Timo Meyer, at least in tangible assets, you know, outside of just draft picks.
3: Guys, this is, this is why you listen to this show. This is why I am a s- student of Kyle Dubas. Okay. I have a, I have a doctorate.
1: Uh-huh. What did I tell
3: you? PhD. One stop shop.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: He did it. And he traded with his most common trading partner in the St. Louis Blues. It, Dubas my- isn't a hard guy to figure out. Like, oh, he's seeding all these, all these rumors in the media and he's trying to- He doesn't actually do that. Misinformation.
2: Mm-hmm. I, maybe he does. Well, but- no, Fridge said, I, he said, there's two GMs, I have no idea what they're doing. Eiserman or Dubas. I have no idea what their plan is. Is that what he said? He said that, yeah. Hmm. But
3: I do. I know exactly what he's doing. The same thing he always does. Trades that first for two seconds. At the deadline, <laughs> he does one-stop shopping. Trades with his most common... He Like, man, Doug Armstrong. Like, it's amazing how useful that one piece of information from Agent Provocateur was. Like, he, the GMs speak to like six people. Duba speaks to like six guys. It's hilarious. And one of them is Doug Armstrong. And we know that for sure. Because it's his most common training partner.
2: I also thought it was nice, though, that Doug Armstrong did Ryan O'Reilly a solid because he said, do you want to get moved? Mm-hmm. And if you do, where do you want to go? And That's important. And, it's your cap. And then basically you go to the Leafs and go, this is where he wants to go. Can we work it out? And they did. Yep. I think that's cool. And as a Toronto fan, I mean, you do you do get a little excited when a local guy wants to come back and Clinton play here. In, Clinton, Ontario, which is way out.
3: I, don't, I have no idea. Where grew that up a Leafs
2: fan.
0: It's uh, you got to drive like an hour past Kitchener.
3: Which way?
2: Uh, you keep going <laughs> north west. Wow. Okay, I believe you. There you go, <laughs> Clinton, Ontario. Um, if you're, I think a lot of people though are now asking, what do you do next if you're the Leafs? Because I don't believe that they're done, and I don't think a lot of people believe that no. they're totally done. There it he Jesse's got it on a map. Clinton. Thank you for that. Like, what uh, town does it even
3: claim? Sorry, Adam asked a perfectly <laughs> legitimate question. I'm focused on Clinton, Ontario. Yeah, let, yeah let's, look
2: at the, let's look at the map no one can it's see. It's in the... Great idea. I can yeah, put no, it no, on the no, screen. No.
3: If we want to dissect where Clinton, Ontario is. Oh, Exeter. I've heard of Exeter.
2: Yeah, it's... uh oh, Goderich.
0: Goderich. Yeah, Goderich. 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 Goderich is right on the water. It's so beautiful. it's...
3: Let's say it claims Goderich. Uh,
0: Holy mackerel. It's in the municipality of central Huron. You're lying. That's what Wikipedia is. Like.
3: All right, Adam, what's your stupid friggin' question? What's next? Well, it's interesting, right? They got still a week. How many days from now is the trade deadline? It's like a week and a half. Yeah. What, uh, what day? March the 3rd, is the, Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I think 10 days. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness.
0: Now, if they make another move, it's somebody off the roster for somebody
2: in. It's just the circumstances of the cap, right? Probably, probably. Probably, If it's Luke Shen, I imagine if it's like a Luke Shen move, then I think it's probably a mid-range draft pick.
3: I I just don't really think that
2: moves the needle. Okay, so what does? That's why I'm asking the question.
3: You got someone, if you're going to make a move, it should be for someone who kicks someone out of the lineup. The the depth Mm -hmm. in getting like your 13th, 14th forward and your 7th, 8th defenseman. The great thing that we've seen this season, sort of a blessing in disguise, with all the injuries, they have more than enough players. Like, think of all the guys who have been kicked out of the out of the lineup,
2: like Joey Anderson, and- Joey
3: Anderson, and Wayne Simmons, and uh, Pontus Holmberg. Um, Like that's Jordy Ben. They have wild center depth. Jordy Ben, Kyle Clifford before the season, Kyle Clifford before the season, Victor Mete still on injured reserve. Uh, like for God's sake, Mac Hollowell gave you quality games. Um, so they have guys up the middle, guys on the wing, guys on D, uh, guys on both sides on D guys in net. I'm not worried about any of that. So if you're going to make a deal, uh, it should be to kick someone out of the lineup and I'm kind of still looking at the left and I think Uh, on D no, 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 um, um up front. Look forward, Yeah, okay. because, well, if we're going to live our amazing fantasy dream of, uh, three centers, right? With, mm-hmm. uh, Matthews Tavares O'Reilly. Well, you, you gotta take D- John Tavares off the wing. I, I do think it's hilarious that they finally found a left winger for John Tavares. John Tavares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. Who, who, is going to play second wing on Tavares' line. Oh, I got it. John Tavares. He's
0: the most responsible left winger in the history of the game.
2: Ever. (laughs) Ever. There were some great chances that line created, too. Well,
3: in their first game against Montreal, when they weren't completely sucking wind, um, that line looked pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the... uh, I will say, so they were on for the Habs' first goal against... And, you know, I guess unsurprising, but I did not like how easy Josh Anderson was able to just go, thank you, and just brush TJ Brody aside. Like, I know people are going to groan. They do need to be able to move the puck. This team is too easy to
2: move. In front what did you of their think of Jake men? McCabe's performance? He's, he was. Being in physical and, and... He had a decent game on Sunday. He, I mean, he yeah. should have been called for interference at least five times, but they were all on Michael Bunting, <laughs> Man, so you're not going to get a call.
3: There were a couple horrific non-calls in that game, but again, I didn't want to get too worked up. You, you, I feel like from a storytelling perspective of that game, you can't be like, it's okay, and also, what the
1: frig were those
3: refs doing?
2: Mm-hmm. But like,
3: dude, well, they're, I know, they they're, were they're, miserable. We they have an terrible. item that we're
2: going to get to, and that is Michael Bunting, but... Uh, in oh. the meantime, what I'm asking what moves the needle, right?
0: Yeah, are you still on the go-get-Sam-Lafferty-and-Jake-McCabe train?
3: Well, I think the get-both-of-them train has left the station. Sure. Um, I don't think they're able to do that. I've, I mean, can you imagine Dubis? <laughs> We're talking about how cap-strapped the team is. He goes out of the deadline and, and acquires four guys. I mean, it's possible. Send I, guys out. Yeah, you'd again, you'd have to get McCabe half retained you have no other choice uh, I mean he does sort of fit what they need they need to get bigger well Steve didn't you just say they shouldn't go out and get Luke Shen oh, I did say they should but like again it's your third pair of guy yeah Is it? I don't know what you do there, but is Is it
2: possible that that they're the left wing they're looking for is John Tavares, uh, Austin Matthews is the player that scored a winning goal for the University of Minnesota on Saturday night. Matthew Nyes, who has 13 points in his last 10 and eight in his last five.
3: Maybe it's a message to Matthew Nyes, like if they don't go out and address that position, they're like kid, please come to the show, come to the show with open arms. We can give you an amazing opportunity. If they choose to go one, two, three up the middle, you're t- you're, we're talking about making your NHL debut next to one of Austin Matthews, John Tavares, or Ryan O'Reilly. It's That's such absurd. a big oh.
0: ask for somebody who's never played an NHL game.
3: Yeah, well, the other option is play on the fourth line with Noel Achari and Alex Kerfoot. Not, not the worst. <laughs> Still not the worst. Mm-hmm. Dude, like you're good. And like all of those lines would have babysitters, like I'm um, talking about defensively. Right. Like uh, David I'm sorry, I'm looking at the third line, right? Like typically the shutdown line or the matchup line. Yeah. It's Engval Camp and Yarncroak. That's not the plan.
2: That is not the plan. I'm sorry. You don't go out and get Ryan O'Reilly no, and have that be I your think, plan. I think I think Zach Aston Reese, I think the idea is to if I'm gonna look at anybody who's gonna fall off that, it's Zach Aston Reese.
3: Oh, but I want to see playoff Zach, Ass, and Reese, because well, I Well, you think... would
2: see him in the playoffs. I just think Matt Nyes is going to push him out of the lineup to, to give him a shot.
1: And like, I don't mean... Like, like, and tempor- I'm saying, like
2: uh, temporarily. Temporarily. I'm not sure that, like, I, if you move O'Reilly down, Tavares over, and uh, and Engball down or whatever, you can, you can easily do that. Do you hear the silly, happy-go-lucky
3: fantasy <laughs> conversation we're having?
2: If like, I'm the dub daddy, Mr. Kyle Dubas,
0: I don't bank on Matthews and Ice coming in and being the solution. Like I probably solve, I try and solve the problem myself before I have to rely on a guy who's never played in the NHL being a solution going into the playoffs. That's huge.
3: I mean, you could have him go kick the shit out of the AHL. Yeah,
0: I go. I think he's one move, two moves, maybe away from
3: being settled
0: on this roster.
3: Now, some of you are going to say, well, what about just don't play him at all and have his entry-level contract roll to next year? It ugh, It's different with guys like this. And I got to imagine there's some sort of agreement in place that has him playing professional hockey this year. This year. Maybe. Who's his agent? I don't know. Hmm. Alan? Alan? Is it Allen? It's no, not it's Allen. Not, Damn! Not Sorry, Allen. we can't ask him. Home
2: nice no. to get a leaf. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, the Leafs traded Sean Dursey. That was his guy. Oh, man.
0: fuck Nuggets! <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it would have been nice. Underrated. <laughs> it would have been <laughs>
2: nice. It's a good one. I like that. I it, like it. It
3: would have been. It would have been like, uh, yeah. And, and I said earlier, somewhat foolishly, that you know they have ten days left until the trade deadline, and the next few games is. Uh, you know how they evaluate? No, they're not. They've <laughs> they've done their evaluation already. Um, I think, I think, I think you're going to see some pretty shit hockey over the next few days. I'm not going to lie, guys. Um, Why? <laughs> because because the Leafs are like they're incredibly distracted. Like what now that O'Reilly is in the lineup? All the guys who know they're staying are absolutely pumped up and amped. All the guys who aren't sure that they're staying are like, fuck, I might get traded. <laughs> Right, like, do you think Engvall and even Camp and Kerfoot and Hall are sleeping great
2: these days? I don't think so. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Also, think top, top. Hall ain't getting traded. Well, I don't know what you'd get. Like, what's I? I think the Leafs. It, you, if you want to trade a player. You have to trade somebody of value, or there's going to be a reason, right? <laughs> and I don't think that anybody values the Leaf or Justin Hall like the Leafs do. I, think I don't think there. I don't think there's a single one. And I think we talked about it with um, the, you know, Cam Sharon's tweet yesterday or last week, and he put out an article explaining himself in the Athletic. So oh yeah. Here's what. Yeah, Cam Sharon actually put out an article. Here's why I believe <laughs> a Justin, full Justin Hall a is full good. Article. Of, yes, a hundred percent, and about like why he says. And he's not perfect, and that Cam's not saying that. Like, it's a nuanced approach. Uh, but he said, you know, there's, there's, a, uh, uh, there's a reason why I believe this, and here are the reasons. And he goes into the reasons. And I don't know that any other team looks at Justin Hall like the Leafs do. So I don't think he's going to get traded unless it's just salary for salary. The reason no team looks at Justin Hall like the Leafs do
3: is because other teams don't know him um, as a person like the Leafs do. And I think getting rid of him would devastate the locker room. I think he's a a tremendous guy. He's, uh, he's at least a top five popular guy on that team. They love him. He's really funny. He keeps it loose. He keeps it happy. Keeps everyone in their happy place. And I'm not saying the other guys we mentioned don't. I'm just saying he's one of the most, I I saw a quote. I can't remember where it was from, where he was playing guitar or something with O'Reilly. Oh really? He's just one of those guys who knows how to do everything. He's just cool. He's just cool. Like, and and I know he doesn't seem cool when he's grabbing the puck in his hand and throwing it. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: that was which one is time. a literal thing it he was did.
3: One time, come on, yeah, not but what he mean. did it right. But he did it, and you know, uh, I know he doesn't seem cool on the ice all the time. But he's a really popular teammate, and that matters. Um, I think the idea so it'll him, have to be someone else
0: of him playing in the top four. We maybe need to move on from that. Yes. Maybe he can be a bottom pair. What? Dude, I hate it. Like, I, or I maybe just it. Connor Timmons can take the spot if Connor Timmons can get his game together, which he didn't have a good one on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, like but,
3: Connor. Like, like, let's talk about his last two games. Right, um, scored a goal, took two penalties. First, he's taken three penalties this season. Two of them were in that game like most important game of his season okay so you get another opportunity and you make it look like you don't know how to skate backwards and like dude we're fu- we're cheering for you man yeah. we're the red carpet
2: there's there's also, the red carpet there's a spot for you there's a like, spot
3: for you if you take it.
2: it and he won't yeah. or can't I, I i was talking to Andrew Berkshire f- about the Leafs yesterday <laughs> no, the and story. you'll and you'll you know we'll work on it you'll hate this cuz it's Andrew. But I was I was talking sure. about, what did that jerk say? He he wondered about and I'm going to quote him directly because I don't want to uh, I don't want to get it wrong. You know how great my memory is. Um, he kind of says O'Reilly helps a lot. But he, he said for the Leafs there, you know, you got to worry about um, Murray. If he was healthy and he's playing well, that's one thing. But he said, you know, have you considered the fact that he's not? And he was playing okay when he was playing, but he's still not healthy. And Elvis merce Leakins. now Andrew didn't bring this up, but Elvis merce Leakins is absolutely available at $1.3 million.
3: And has been one of the worst goaltenders in the entire league.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, he's available. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could get him and try
3: it like they better get him today
2: yeah and try him out yeah like you
3: need an answer there but also you better not get him today because you need as much cap room as possible i don't know i don't do you have enough confidence in joseph wall that if both guys shit the bed you go to the kid he's looked fine in two i know games. I, th- I, I thought he was good he's 14 and one in the a and he's looked good in two games <laughs> he faced way too many shots in those two games yes he did Way too many shots.
2: I'm
0: officially going to declare. I'm going to put my flag into the ground and say, this is my land now. Oh, Kyle Dubas was wrong about Matt Murray. Can't stay healthy. It was a bad contract. Why did you hand that out?
3: Yeah, he just keeps throwing him on LTIR, though. He doesn't care. Matt Murray is Brandon Pridham's favorite player. (laughs) Extra cap space. (laughs) Extra cap space. Like, and you got... Okay, so you get a little bit of extra cap space... And you get a... I think it was a third and a fifth. But I think he's perfectly happy What with
0: about that. the cap space at the beginning of the year when you could have signed a different
3: body? What if you can get a divisional rival to pay you to take this goalie who gave you more quality games than he didn't? And uh, then when he gets hurt, you simply throw him on LTAR and you accrue that space.
0: I am upset. I would have liked him to not sign Matt Murray.
3: Now... What would the Leafs have done had Elias Samsonov not magically become available? That keeps me up at night. Mm-hmm. I don't like thinking about that, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, but that didn't happen. It didn't. Here we are. And it Sam- all worked out. I'm not saying it didn't work out. I'm not saying they're not in
0: a good position where they can just put it on LTIR and they still get the cap space. I'm just saying, in hindsight, it wasn't the greatest signing. Well, it was a trade. Sorry, 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 trade. Oh,
3: if they re-sign him, I'm going to move furniture. It's going to be a problem. But they're not... They're not going to. They're not going to. And if they do, it's going to be at a lot less than four.
2: Well, and you got to remember, too, Kyle Dubas was around during the Robida Island era. And I'm sure there's a conversation that could be had where you say, listen, Matt, we could buy you out, or you can sit on LTIR all year and collect every dollar. That, I think, might happen next season. Because, like... He's I mean, this is what last year he played 20 games, right? Yeah. Um, this year he has played. Let me just look up exactly how many games he's played. Um, and this is not because you're rooting. he's played 19 this year. And we don't know if he's going to hit 20, 27 the year before. Yeah, man, like <laughs> like we, we and he's had a good year. I mean, his, his numbers are good, like strong, strong goal. Yeah. He's given you m- good, minutes. more good games than bad. But if you if you believe by the end of the season that Wool is ready to go. Right? If you see enough from Joseph Wool this season where you think, okay, this guy's probably ready for the show now. I'm confident he
3: could be a full-time leaf. Yeah, so year. like
2: a 25 game goalie. Even this year. I think he could be a full-time leaf. If well, I, I think doesn't he, come back. Here's the thing, he's it, 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 sometimes it's not about does he deserve it, is has he earned it? Has he taken it? And he has taken it. You know, he didn't have a, you know, I mean, the, sorry, the Leafs had a terrible game against Columbus, so it wasn't really fair to him, but he made some saves he shouldn't have. Like, really good saves. They
3: should have won that game, and he was the only reason
2: they were in And then his second game played really well. Yep. It's third and
0: a seventh, 25% oh, retained. A seventh. Yeah, a third round pick this coming season, seventh the next year, and 25% retained for the Matt Murray deal.
3: I forgot, I forgot that trade.
0: Yeah. I the, uh, the picks, the picks that came okay. along with them
3: And they gave up future considerations, which I think means consider yourself down one Matt Murray.
0: Um, it's, still, it's still 4.6 next year. It's a lot of money. I'm, I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't do the trade again if, I had, if you go back in time.
3: Nah, you got to wait and see what they do. I, here's the problem, though.
2: They, they swung and missed on uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. And they swung and missed on a pair. Marc-Andre Fleury, I'm almost positive they swung and missed on because they tried to trade for the guy. And then Billy Huso, I think, was on their radar. I think we heard that. That was... And they was swung preach. and missed on
1: him. Was that that's, that's why I'm I so remember upset. Who asked.
0: That same money could have went to Billy Huso. Yeah. Exact no! same cash.
2: I've never heard such a guttural scream. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it's just that, you know, they had to do something. And then I don't think they knew that Samsonov wouldn't be re-signed. Because that was before free agency, right? They didn't know, or maybe they made an educated guess. I oh, don't know. Uh, we'll see. Well, even
3: if he becomes available, how do you know he's going to sign with you?
2: Well, because you could just say, "Hey, Matt," or "Hey, hey, Ilya, want to hey. come?" Not Matt.
3: Hey, hey Ilya, this is uh, yeah. If the caller ID comes up, definitely not tampering. So you
2: don't mind wool. By the way, tampering, which happens all the time, all the every time. day nope.
0: in the NHL. Doesn't happen.
2: Um, okay, so then your, your, your thing is left side. That's what If they were going to make another trade, you want left side. Ideally. Okay, so Jesse, what's yours? Another trade? Yeah, if they're going to make another trade, who's a forward? For a forward or a defenseman? Doesn't matter. Oh, who is for? Yeah. Uh, what, what would you
3: like?
0: I think the D is fine. You know, go get another forward.
2: Yeah? Uh, yeah. We focus so much less on the D if they go out and get another forward. I bet. As of today, Sandine is day-to-day, too. Just so, nothing crazy, but he's yeah, okay. Yeah, he
3: got banged up a couple times yeah. in that... Uh, yeah.
2: And, and of uh, as of right now, it's Morgan Riley and Justin Hall. Uh, on Mo the Hall! <laughs> Sheldon! i love <laughs> I'm gonna snap. Loves Justin Hall! Loves! <laughs> Yo, Justin Hall. You made a couple good points in the Chicago oh, video, though, no. about oh. Connor Timmons. And you're like, man, I'm rooting for you, but stop doing stupid shit. Yeah, no, I said
3: he is—he's like the embodiment of the Tyra Banks meme. Yeah, like we were rooting for you. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> we were, we were rooting for you, and right. then he's like, "How do you skate backwards?" And I'm like,
2: Aah! the other Fire thing with one end. I want to hit. I want to hit. This is we got to talk about Mike Michael Bunting. I think a lot of people have taken your take and and taken it to mean that you don't like Michael Bunting. But I think the reality reality of the situation is that uh, Michael Bunting is probably just learning how to work the system. Mm -hmm. And he's on the wrong side of the system. And sometimes you have to be on the wrong side to realize how it works. Now, how to look at him the last few games? Well, and and so I bring up Jake McCabe. You saw the interference call. Michael Bunting screaming at the refs and the refs going... We don't care yep. because our buddies called us. You made them look like idiots. So yep. now we're not going to call anything on you. Yep. And listen, listen. as Lee fans, I want you to expect this the rest of the year. Michael Bunting will not get positive <laughs> calls on mass. He might get one or two. So don't tweet me and reply. Well, he got it that time. But it's like, well, he got cross-checked in the mouth. The ref had no choice. They're, they're, listen, the officials are petty and immature there. They're a gang. Th- yeah, kind of. They're totally. It's, it's, like a, it, it's, it's like a very thin-skinned gang. Yeah, do you do you
3: think when they <laughs> speak to each aggressive other, when they speak to each other, they're talking about what a bad game they had? No. No, they they've never about, had a bad game ever. No, and so and so is chirping at me and what a fucking whiner, and this guy's a whiner, and that guy's a whiner. And it never occurs to them that, gosh, there's a lot of whiners. It never occurs to them that maybe they have a point. No. I, word has gotten around that Michael Bunting is impossible to deal with. But if you've watched the last few games, He's toned it down. I'm not saying he can never go at a guy. You you can have a discussion. No, McCabe, mm-hmm. McCabe lined him up and hit him way late, way late. And I don't have a problem with him going after him a little bit. But it's the getting goaded in, like after a whistle, screaming at the refs, that I have a problem with. But the game, I think it was against Montreal. He had a pair of goals. He's in great scoring position. He's winning battles. And when he was getting fucked with, He didn't uh, rise. David Savard. (laughs) Go back and look at when David Savard went after Michael Bunting. It's hilarious. Because Bunting literally did nothing to to warrant that reaction. And also the refs swoop in and grab him first. Like, whoa, 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 Mike, calm down. He he was standing there like a mannequin. (laughs) And still, because of that reputation. But he's trying to. I don't know, maybe there's something to, hey, he's changed. Hey, someone finally got in his ear.
2: Hey, we got our point across. Stroke their ego a little bit. Well, but the the I think the the whole point of working the system is too. What do you think the refs think of Brad Marchand? They love him. That no one has signed more sticks over the last few years. Because Brad Marchand works smart, not hard. He works smart when the refs over. You're going to be able to do what you want. He's able to get away with any because anything. If Michael Bunting does it, it's a penalty. If Brad Marchand does it, it's hard nosed hockey, dude. Uh, that's that. what it. And that's by the way, that's a credit to Brad. I'm not taking away from him. No, that's that's look at the, no. well, how much the Bruins are benefiting.
3: Any benefit? Like I, the main problem I have with Bunting's antics is it's hurting the team. Yes, right. Marchand's antics help the team. Yeah. Now. You could say, well, Steve, that's because they call one and not the other. Yeah. Why? Why do they call one and not the other? This is what I'm trying to examine. There was a clip from the other day. It was uh, after one of the many times the Bruins beat the Leafs. I think 2019, uh, mm-hmm. might've been 2019. The Bruins went on to play the Blue Jackets and he, Marchand on the faceoff, stepped on Cam Atkinson's stick and broke it. And Atkinson, is going at the refs like, dude, he broke my, look at it. It's broken. And Martian's just standing there. And he just stands there and basks in it. And doesn't say anything. And that's him being a shithead. And also, it's him being easy to deal with. Because he didn't say anything. I guarantee you, Garen fucking to you. The officials went into the next intermission and went, God, Cam is fucking insufferable. Can't stand Cam. What a baby. What a whiner. We're just trying to do our jobs.
2: Mm -hmm. Now, if you're upset, if you're a Michael Bunting fan, which we are, and you're upset about the way things are, we're with you. But the reality is we can't change the way things are. So we have to suggest politely that a player work within the yeah. system that exists. And I'm he's sorry. learning. He is. He is learning. Yeah, he's,
0: a, he's a good player. Don't forget, player. he is a second-year pro. Yes. This is somebody who's <laughs> yes. ba- fairly new to the league. He was a rookie last <laughs> At season, 38 years old. At
3: 47 <laughs> years old. He is Yeramer Yagerstrap. He's a second-year pro, and he's learning. <laughs> the bunting old memes are funny. I don't mm-hmm. care. They've they've grown on me. I hated them at first, and now they're funny. Um, yeah, dude. It's He can be a very useful player to this team. Okay, Extreme I want to upgrade you.
2: Joshua Clokey of The Athletic. Sheldon Keefe on what he told John Tavares before moving him to the wing. Quote, it's not a one-off. We're going to stay with it here. Sheldon. Okay. Leafs are trading for another forward. Stay for how long? Leafs are for sure trading for another forward, guys. Although, I have to say lines three and four look pretty good. I'm not strong enough. I love enough. David Koff.
3: I'm not strong Mine four's enough great. or tough enough to beat you up, so I'm just going to ask you calmly
2: to quit it couple more things I want to say. couple more things I want to say. Please quit us. Uh, oh, one more thing I want to say on the Leafs. The Leafs are 25, 5, and 3 since 2021 when Pierre Engvall scores. <laughs>
1: Holy
2: shit! Thank you, Sportsnet Stats, for that one. So if the Giraffe scores, likely you're winning. Love
3: that. Get him in there, Pierre. Get in there. Show why you shouldn't be traded. Or also drive up your value. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever
2: you do, just have a great game. All right. Now, apparently the Bruins are, and there's a big difference. Oh, actually, you know what? Before we get to that, I want to actually talk about this. I want to ask what you would do. Because I'm looking at tonight's games. We got Carolina, St. Louis. Who would you favorite on that? If you were betting on that, what are you doing? If you're Uh, putting $2, Steve, on that. Carolina. I think I might have actually done it. (laughs) If you're not, if you're doing Jesse, what do you do? Carolina or St. Louis? They're playing each other. That's right. What location? doesn't matter who you bet it does matter who's a little who's a wet? oh guys come on who's i'm home just who's trying a to wet? go through this quickly come but on. it's valid no it's not who's the home team all my nice advantage is st louis at carolina guys st louis at carolina yes other oh, carolina okay tampa uh at home against anaheim what do you take anaheim
3: really go just away for, just for the value go away
2: yeah, what am I getting? And I, by the way, I, Arizona did beat and shut out Tampa Bay last week, so you never know.
3: Here, you want me to just that tell you the, what That I've was done? the
2: Connor Ingram game we yeah, talked about on Friday. Right. Yeah. Want me to just tell you what I've done? No, I have, I, I have four. No! <laughs> I'm trying to do something here to illuminate a feature, and, and then I'm you can tell give me, me you what a you better one. one. No, you're not. Tampa. Give me, give me the favor. Hey, what about Jer- Jersey, uh, Jersey and Montreal? Montreal at New Jersey.
0: Montreal at New Jersey? When was the last time uh, New Jersey played... N- uh, at home Shut on up. a Tuesday. <laughs> I'm gonna fight these two agents. <laughs> on a Tuesday. What's the what's, Make the, what's sure you their get that information. What's their record versus Canadian teams on Tuesday? I at don't home? fucking know, man. Well I
3: don't I don't, don't, know. I need
2: more information. New Jersey. I think um, New Jersey and Montreal. I might
3: go Laval. Oh on my god. I got Laval.
2: You got Laval. Okay. Montreal. Uh everybody's taking New Jersey on that no, one. No, Montreal. Toronto at Buffalo. Who do you take?
3: Laval.
2: Uh, see you <laughs> can't you can't go through it and just be like, oh, four favorites. Well, no, you can because I, I there's a reason I'm getting okay, to this. Okay, give me the four favorites. My then. goal five, is five, actually. My goal the five is to favorites. Have Adam who's, who's
0: the last favorite?
2: Flip this table. Who's the last favorite? The give it last to me the last favorite is interestingly, who would you take Washington or Detroit? Detroit. I put my money where my mouth is and I put two bucks down on Detroit. Okay. So the reason I say that is there's five games tonight. Yeah. If you bet all the favorite bets. Oh. <laughs> that was, you that was almost Guys. Uh, so you pick all the ones that have like the lowest return, and you win them all. you tick you seventy two bucks whoa for what did you put down? Ten bucks? Oh, ten, 10 bucks total. So it's a two dollars Steve on five different games, but you return seventy two guaranteed is if is Detroit win. the favorite versus Detroit Washington? is not the favorite, but it's the most popular bet. so you get people you are get betting Detroit. Detroit to beat Washington. It's the only it's the only game underdog. where the, it's the only underdog to take.
0: Yeah. But you get in this seven to one thing, you get uh, Detroit. Yeah, you get Detroit. Okay. So you
2: take Carolina, Tampa, New Jersey, Toronto, Detroit, and they all win. That's so much. I got screwed on a four leg parlay the other day by yeah. the Leafs. Why? Because I had
3: I I got three games right and the Leafs screwed it up. And I just like to tell them thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you jerks. I could have won like eight bucks.
2: Well, you know. You know, this is the thing. I wanted it. Um, uh, so, anyway, I just wanted to tell you guys. Now, t- Steve, tell us what you did. Uh, tell us what you did, Steve. So, Detroit screwed me last time I bet on way, way, Sports Interaction.com slash SDPN. How's it feel? Uh, QR code, right hand corner of the screen. You can download the app anytime. I got
3: uh, LA beating Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I got Carolina beating uh, St. Louis. I got Detroit beating Washington. Uh, and I got Tampa playing Anaheim because I, $2 Steve, would like to be 40 cents richer.
2: It's worth it. it I, wanted, I, I won a 47 cent bet uh, uh, at the Super Bowl and I still feel good about it. It's so much I'm very, very s- proud of that. It's so much less about the money and more
3: about feeling good about oh, yourself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot oh, of it's yeah. just I want to be right, and it's on paper that I was
2: right. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> here's <laughs> proof. Yep. That's a lot of it. I was. Correct. I knew it.
2: Nostradamus over here. Yeah. Um, now I to, I, I want to get into the Bruins quickly because the Bruins either want Gavrikov or Chikrin. Those aren't the same player, right? Or situation. Can the Leafs get Chikrin? I mean, I guess they could. It just and
3: depends. Gavrikov.
2: Yeah. The contract's only 4.6. Don't draft ever. It's, I don't know if it's the contract so much as it's like, what does it cost you? Right? Like, what, what do you have to give up? Is it like Sandin and Nice? Is it, I mean, I'm just making shit yeah. up. Yeah. But like, they're going to want something. They're going to want an NHL player. They're probably going to want a, one that's younger, and they're going to want a prospect, like a top prospect. Different's been great. anymore.
3: I just don't think it makes sense. I don't think it makes sense. I mean, I would love it. I'm it'd with be cool.
2: you. I don't it'd be It'd be super cool. But Boston. Boston. So that this is the funny thing about Boston is like, especially with the Leafs ma- actually doing a Stuff. big trade deadline date.
3: Yeah.
2: I tell you this. Every year, Boston goes out and gets the guy. So who are the, the guys left? Patrick Kane, uh, Gavrikov for sure, Meyer. For, for sure. Timo Meier. For sure. Timo sure. Tyler Bertuzzi. Apparently I don't get off, that. He's off the trade market. Oh. Detroit is, quote, no longer taking calls on him because but they're sh- winning. That yeah, was yes, the right. report. I, I got. I mean, are in the wild card. Yeah,
3: I got a tweet from a Red Wings fan like, "Hey, could you beat Buffalo?"
2: Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're uh, all tied at sixty points.
0: Ivan Barbashev, UFA, in yeah. in St. Louis. Lou of the Leafs
2: apparently tried to get included in that three? That that should be the indicator right there. They wanted Barbashev in that deal as well.
3: And he's a Swiss Army knife. He can do everything.
0: Klingberg is still out there. Like, let's not forget that. John Klingberg can right. still needs to be traded from Anaheim. I mean,
3: I think we have. Can I can I throw this theory out <laughs> there? I think we've forgotten the
2: Klingberg is <laughs> here. Yeah, so yeah,
3: <laughs> can I throw this theory out there? The Leafs next trading partner might be the St. Louis Blues. Barbershop, you wait until the deadline so the cap hit goes down, they still retain half, and then you get another versatile forward for less.
2: Uh, Sean Monahan in Montreal. Is he's but he's injured. And I don't know if he's going to be back. And I don't know if he's playing again this year. Jonathan Tays obviously pulled out of the season, long COVID effects. I didn't know I didn't know it was that bad. Brutal for well, him. Well, it was bad enough he missed the full season, but it's strange.
3: I, I guess we all sort of thought he was past the worst of it because he's played. He's actually played pretty well mm-hmm. since. That's uh, a shame.
2: Um, Gavrikov, uh, by the way, still apparently going to cost you a first round pick for a guy who apparently sucks up minutes and blocks shots, which doesn't fill me with confidence, but that does sound like a Ross Boston, doesn't it? You know what it sounds like? Uh, Kekalainen throws the
3: worst garage sales. Like, he's, you know, you're supposed to go to... uh, The purpose of a garage sale is not to make money, it is to get rid of your shit. (laughs) Right? And it's just every... When he had the wild price for Nick Felino. yeah I think the difference was listen there's two guys you want Felino or Hall you want Foligno or you come to me and that's it there are so many defensemen <laughs> available this deadline Gavrico's not even the best one
2: no he might be the worst one he might he's not that good but like out of the big guys available yeah but well he's a big guy and available so mm. that's what they're saying. I think. I think Gavrikov. Uh, here's what it, my my question with Boston is: You got Lindholm already, uh, and you've got players of that ilk already. Do you need a Chickrin? But then the other side of me goes: Who cares? It's Chickrin, and he's really good.
3: You know what Boston probably likes about Gavrikov? He's played playoff series against the Leafs, and he's played playoff series against the Bruins. I mean, sorry, uh, against the Lightning. Uh, uh-huh
2: okay probably like that um okay jesse do you have that video i sent you i sent you an email and uh you'll have to download the video it'll take two seconds but i i did the uh and while we're on the subject i did the uh oh yeah yeah i already have this one you You have this queued up yeah yeah did the hot sauce challenge uh with um andrew on saturday night on game over a lot of people tuned in for it andrew's lips turned Ruby red. He like, looked
3: like he was giving a eulogy.
2: Uh, he had Jessica Rabbit lips. It was crazy, but also, but then like was pale and sweaty. And because and, it's painful, it's not easy. But he had this take about Boston. And I just thought you guys should hear it because I felt like it needed a little bit more play. So this is what Andrew Berkshire said about the Boston Bruins on Saturday night when I asked him about it. Please. But I do, I have this one question, and this is for the comment section too. The Bruins are winning oh like God. crazy. They won again tonight or this afternoon. And Linus Olmark is going to win the Vesna and all that stuff. I remember when Brady and the Patriots went undefeated right to the Super Bowl and lost. And I just wonder with a team like that, like the 96 Detroit Red Wings, when you win that much, is there that added pressure once the playoffs start? Like, well, better not fuck this up now. Right?
4: Yeah. I think for Boston, that probably starts in the Stanley Cup final because they've made it there three times and only won once. Right. But I think the biggest issue for Boston is going to be they're like, they're on a mission. Obviously, you can see that, but they're playing so hard in the regular season. Yeah. Which Stanley Cup winner in recent memory went this hard in the regular season and was also that old.
2: Right? And healthy. You,
4: and they're yeah, healthy. They've been extraordinarily healthy. I think there's a high level of chance. That they things could go wrong for them right at the wrong time, and you know you're you're banking on fate, right? But mm-hmm. so much of sports is like the story, right? And as much oh, yeah. sometimes it just seems like it's written. Yeah, you know, and I I feel like Boston is one of those teams where their time has passed. They're still great. You, think their, li- is you think their time has passed? I think so. Is right yeah, now? I think their time has passed. I think their last chance at a Stanley Cup was against the St. Louis Blues. What?
1: Oh, I No do. way.
4: I think there's too many guys on that roster who are critically important, who are mm-hmm. way on the wrong side of 30. And Damn, when push dude. comes to shove in the playoffs, guys are going to get hurt. They're going to struggle to play a little bit harder. And it's just, things are going to come back on them. They're a great team that run a great system, but I don't think they're going to win. I I, I mean, it, I, is it, it's an easy thing to say, because it's one out of 16. Saying, oh, I picked this one team to not win is like what are the odds that sports interaction is gonna to get to bet against one team? Right. You know, it's not like I'm taking a big risk here, mm-hmm. but I don't think the Boston Bruins are gonna win. Wow. I thought that was a- anybody
0: say that. He warmed up to it too. And you can had- hear the hot sauce in his voice yeah, the he, whole oh time. Yeah, oh he,
2: like, <laughs> he started burping like after the fifth one. He was like <laughs> You can see the <laughs> physical toll
3: on the both of you.
2: It uh, was it was a lot. Um it was a lot. Pretty intense. Uh was, but the I was asleep. That was fine. With the Bruins take, he's
0: not wrong in that the best team usually doesn't win. The best regular season team that's dominant to the other regular season team doesn't usually win. Like we saw with Florida last year. Like we we go back to uh, the Blackhawks in the lockout season. The last time a team, game one, is the most dominant world-beating team. And then they do all that into the playoffs and they keep going. Other than that, you know, in recent, like very, very recent
2: memory, it's not
0: usually the case but these burns are very good.
2: I I know and they're like so special that it's hard to fathom that. Um, but it was an interesting take and I just thought it was worth bringing up and I wanted to see what you guys thought. I think it's extra fascinating because we
3: have absolutely no idea who they're going to play in the first round.
2: Yeah. Well, and 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 there's like six teams in on that.
3: Yeah. And like there and it's it's the teams that are coming up are almost the teams you'd uh, prefer to play less because it's like the Penguins and Caps and Islanders are like, you take it, you take it, you take it. Islanders are fucked, by the way.
2: Did you see the Barzal news? No, now he's day-to-day or week-to-week. No, he's out indefinitely. No, I I know, but then then Lane Lambert got in front of the... Lane Lambert said that and then the Islanders clarified and they said he's week-to-week. That's... Okay. That's when they they w- wanted to make sure it was clarified. Week okay. to
3: week to me means indefinitely, because what does that mean? I don't know. Day to day means I'm probably going to be back any day now. Week to week is indefinitely. I'll see you every seven days. What does that mean? Week to week could mean you're back next week. It could mean you're back in a month and
2: a half. Six weeks. Yeah. I don't know. John Carlson
0: also was skating on Monday, which is good for the Caps. Yeah, he's been out for forever, and their defense struggles without him.
3: Ovechkin is flying back to North America today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's tough, and like they
2: haven't had Tom Wilson almost all year. He's back, and it would be hard to expect for him to be at prime Tom Wilson after missing. Everything mm-hmm.
3: the wild card really changes every day. If you asked me who was in the wild card, I would have never guessed. The Islanders are the top wild card, yeah. and the Panthers are the second wild card. Never would have guessed that. I don't want to face F-
0: Florida. I don't want to face Buffalo either. I don't want to face Detroit. Like it's it's a good little and like and then you go up against Crosby, Crosby oh. versus fucking the Bruins. Wouldn't, if you're it's the Bruins, would really though, really wouldn't
2: tough. You, wouldn't wouldn't you rather not play Cl- Crosby though? Of all the teams you mentioned, I'd rather have a younger team. That is okay to lose, yes. Because Crosby's not going to be okay with losing. Mm -hmm. What a
3: wild discrepancy! Too the Islanders, Panthers, uh, Islanders and Panthers have played sixty games each. The teams directly back of them: fifty six, fifty eight, Buffalo fifty four, and Detroit fifty
2: six. Five. Your, Five. Your eyes are failing. My you. eyes are so shit. By the way, I want to remind you, or I, want to, I want to jump in with some news here. Even Ottawa's not really out of it. As sure. of a few minutes ago, it's been reported that um, the St. Louis Blues are um, uh, Don't break my heart. Are in on. Are you ready? In on. Who, are the, who would the Blues be in on, guys? Is it Chickran? They are, uh, according to CJ, in on Chickren, but who else?
3: I'm trying to think of a young player. Who would be available? Because I mean, they're not buying.
2: Uh Besser. Oh, Besser. Timo Meyer. What? So CJ? Uh, with I, a deal? I, I asked CJ. Oh, and he said yeah. they're 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 retooling on the fly the way Vancouver has talked about. Oh, nice. So if if oh he's, a, you he's an RFA, they have three firsts now, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. That's
3: interesting. You know what? I got to tell you, Leaf fans should be cheering for that absolutely because if the, you go get them both you no, but if you find a way to keep meyer out of the playoff picture
2: yes and 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 oh. chikrin away from the bruins
3: well because oh right Cheer oh for that. doug you're my best friend because yes but uh meyer is allegedly going to uh like who are the teams who are super in on him uh carolina
1: mm-hmm.
3: new jersey Oh, that's fantastic news. Mm-hmm. Oh, go, Doug, go. Go, Doug, go. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent news. You know what? The Bruins should be jacked about that news, too, to be honest. Um. Well, I mean. Anyone in the Metro should be jacked about that news, unless you were one of the teams planning on getting them. The Rangers should be really excited about that news.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, now. <laughs> so that then that would leave sort of like Patrick Kane that leaves Patrick Kane. Imagine he goes to the Rangers after
3: all, somehow. In a five-team wonder, deal. Could he?
2: <laughs> I don't know. No? You don't think so? I don't know. I wonder if a team for Patrick Kane or whatever team like Buffalo. Dude, could be Carolina. No, no, but buffalo where They keep losing from.
3: all their guys, yes. And I'm yeah, just he's like, been, sort of been rumored there for a long time. And I mean, it's like, you know, reward this team. That's a hell of a reward. The Leafs gave up a second-round pick for Brian Boyle. To reward th- their young Surprising team uh, Going out and dropping god knows what On Patrick Kane would be Wild would
2: it be that much
0: I wouldn't mess with Buffalo's forward group like I'm going to Get a defenseman if Buffalo needs anything This is the best offense in the entire National Hockey League underratedly what? People haven't noticed but Buffalo Is right up there in goals for per game and uh, and in In terms of total goals and in like points, goals per game. So There's why so are you messing youth, with that?
3: So much youth in that lineup too, and for almost all of them, it's going to be their first playoff experience. Let them get it, and let them get as much of it as possible. Yeah, hmm. you you could help them. I don't, <laughs> I don't think Kane's the plan there. Okay. That's where you go out and get a grizzly fourth line, dude. Go get a
0: goalie. Yeah,
2: I mean.
3: Yeah, like, go yeah, only a freaking, of buffalo. Vemelka,
1: like
2: I'm, I'm, into that. Steve has been trying to trade Corell Vemelka for six months. <laughs> yeah, for your fantasy. I've been Please holding God. on. I've been holding on. <laughs> best Buffalo Sabres
0: goalie since Dominic Hasek. Name him.
3: Ryan Miller. Oh Ryan damn Miller. it, Ryan, Best <laughs> Buffalo Sabres <laughs> goalie since
0: Ryan Miller. Wow, uh, uh, uh,
3: Robin Leonard was not a great Saber. C.J. wanted me to mention too. Know.
2: Oh, boy. CJ wanted me to mention, too. He's like, look, they got two lower first rounders. This is St. Louis. Plus they, their own this year. They've got long-term deals for Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo. Bunch of D locked into long-term deals. And he said they traded Oshie and Bacchus in their previous cycle and set up their core to the cup run. And they That get. is exactly true. Yeah. Damn, Siege. Damn. That is knowledge.
3: wonderful. Mo- that is some
2: 3D chess shit and maybe armstrong's he's a he's fucking g man he's another guy that you're like if that guy good on dubas for doing a good deal what if he called up dubas and said here's what i'm thinking of doing give me a first oh i'm sure oh my god yo if you're dubas yeah okay get him on agent provocateur again
3: get him on agent provocateur again do you have anything lined up this week that you're willing to talk about
2: are we allowed to talk about it uh let it happen Okay, yeah. We got to make sure it happens. I don't want to jinx Yeah, you.
3: I'm on team Let It Happen because I cannot fucking believe you got this particular person this week. It might be
2: the biggest. No, it is. It might be the biggest hockey guest we've ever had. It is. Might be the biggest hockey guest we've had on the network. Mm, yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's, it's crazy. Does Mark Messier count? ha!
3: <laughs> This we person did we is bigger it? than Mark Messier. Did
2: we run any Mark Messier clips on this, or or did we just talk about that? Yeah, job? no, I we played the audio where he was, was like, "I, I don't
3: remember." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mark. As always, Man, we gonna dig that up. That Can is you tell the story of...
0: for everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got a lot of not so, a lot of new listeners so since that moment. Oh my god, that's way back when. Oh so god. the
3: original story is this is even before I worked at Sportsnet, like a, a few weeks before I worked at Sportsnet. But I went to a Rogers event. Mark Messier was there, and I thought it'd be funny. I thought I'd be able to get a, like a viral photo of him. They had these Stanley cup cookies and I thought it'd be funny to get a picture of him holding one above his head, which anyone who has any fun bones in their body would be like, yeah, sure. Uh, he said, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. And I said, okay. <laughs> and then later, years Kip- later, Nick, uh, Kiprios comes on our show yeah. and he was great. He yeah, was he great. Was. I know he some was. people like him. I know some people really don't like him. Uh, the stories go, were amazing. Go and look at the comments. A lot of people are like, fuck, I like Nick Caprios. No. Um, he told an amazing story of going to the China Club, which is a like famous club in New York with the Blues. Or no, Capitals. He went with the Capitals. Mm-hmm. And not being able to get in and it took him forever and they had to grease the, the bouncer, give him a bunch of money and they got in and they're like, whoa, we're so cool. Later, he goes to the China Club with the Rangers and they see Messier straight in. They get a table and at some point during the night, a bouncer goes to Mark Messier and he goes, hey, Moose, uh, we got the St. Louis Blues outside. Messier looks at his watch and goes, eh, another 45 minutes. <laughs> Power. yeah, oh, yeah. Power. And we looked up the roster of the guys he made wait outside. It's like, I'm pretty sure it's like Brett Hall, Curtis Joseph, Brendan Shanahan. Yeah. Who knows like, who
0: went out that night yeah. from the team? But, like, there were some big names that could have been outside the door. Al that Messier said, you know, keep yeah. him out for a little.
3: yes, eh, <laughs> eh, 45 minutes. And then? Uh, oh, right. Sorry. I forgot the whole point of the story.
1: <laughs> yeah. Then a few weeks
3: later, I was at a Hockey Hall of Fame event. Yes. I don't remember what it was. I think it was like a stamp unveiling or something. And it wasn't like, it was literally
0: a few weeks. It wasn't even oh, yeah. that too far after Caprio's told the story. That's why, like,
3: it was relevant to yeah. the audience. Like, oh, it, you, you were in the same room as Mark Messier. You got to ask him about the China Club story. And I asked him. I asked the And, and guy. there's a great photo someone took of me asking Mark Messier this question. And a uh, longtime reporter, Dave Stubbs, is in the background of the photo. And you can see him looking at me like, hey, he's not answering this fucking question. And um, I just go, yeah, Nick Kiprios told this story about the China Club and whatever. And he just goes, oh, did he? No, I I, I don't remember. And that was I was it. like, really? You don't remember? You no, I don't, I don't remember. And he walked away. Yeah. I was like, cool. Like, and Steve, how dare you ask Mark Messi? Dude, like, I spoke to Guy Lafleur that day.
0: It was the stamp unveiling yeah, at the Hockey yeah. Hall of Fame. Do you
3: know, like, the legends I've spoken to and, like, asked silly questions of? Johnny Bauer spit out his teeth uh, in the middle of an answer at one of those stamp unveilings. It might have even been that day, or it might have been a different one. I go, excuse me, Mr. Bauer. He like, he's in his nineties at this point. This is v- very shortly before he died. And, uh, I, I, go, I'd, I'd love to ask you a couple questions if I could. I don't even remember what they were. And he goes, okay, limit it to two because I had, um, dental surgery yesterday and I don't know what to do with that information. So I go, okay, but he told me two. So I'll ask two. He, he gives me answer number one. And on the last syllable of answer number wroom, his top row of teeth came out. And then he just pops them back in and goes, all right, what's number two? <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. it, and, and I remember going, uh, like, I was and so Mark flustered.
0: Messier twice gave you nothing.
3: Yeah. And not he's, even he's,
0: not he's, even like a nice nothing. Not even like a, no. ha, that Kipper, he's always telling stories. Who knows if that's true? He gave you zilf.
3: nothing. Dude, I've spoken to <laughs> Steve Eiserman, Scotty Bowman. Uh, Wayne Gretzky. Although it wasn't really a formal interview, like I, I have spoken to some big Nick Guy Lafleur, Phil Esposito, Messier, Jack shit <laughs> twice, <laughs> Jack shit <Yeah>. twice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the first one was a photo <laughs> a, with a cookie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Do you remember? Um, do you remember when Connor McDavid was just getting in the league, and he and Messier did that Rogers commercial together? Sort of. It's like because he's like. And it's like, it's super set up, like, like, uh, like, uh, like, they're watching Conor's, TV, right? No, Connor's driving to the rink and Messier's calling him and like, hey, good, good oh, luck, Connor. I think like, I remember The that. best wife, you know, the best coverage in the end, in the nation, whatever. <laughs> and it was just like, it was a hokey Rogers commercial, right? Like, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. And so, so part of that was that Mark Messier had to do like a press tour and breakfast television is, is run. By Rogers, You interviewed Mm -hmm. him. So I interviewed Mark. Well, they had him on with Dina. And what I would do, I would get him for Channel One. So we would record the interviews right after the BT interview. So he's just done an interview. He doesn't give a shit. And then he's like, and he's just (laughs) an interview with an actual star. And then here's this fucking mid twenties. <laughs> he
1: doesn't give a shit. And he was like, Oh,
2: I love it. And I w- like, <laughs> and I don't even remember what I asked him, but I remember being like, This is fart noises. Like, there's yeah. nothing here. No. But we still ran the shit out of the clips because you just run them anyway. Yeah. But there was no. But you can't
3: get tan. Jesse Pollock ask asked him. him to do something fun on a red carpet, and he
2: just, Yeah. Went, nope. Bye. Yeah. And
0: it went viral because Jesse Pollock got shut down. It was like
3: Jesse Paul's such a fun loving guy. <laughs> and it's so dry that I was like, Is this staged? Like, is this brilliant? No. That's, that's Mark
0: <laughs> But for years For like a decade Mark Messier was the Lay's chip guy yeah. Before um, Yeah you got paid to Before do Drew Doughty did it It was Mark Messier Yeah he was paid to do it though And he was fun in those commercials Paid to and be fun it just didn't translate yeah. to real life
3: Unless you yeah. handed him a lot of cash You go fuck yourself Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, no. and, and like the great thing about oh, it no. is I don't feel a, like any sort of guilt I experienced this This is how Like sometimes just like You feel a bit guilty If you've never had direct, a direct conversation with the person, or maybe they were having a bad day, but it's Steve's had it twice. I've had it once and I've talked to several other people, Jesse Jesse Pollock, but other people that have said, yeah, no, you'll get nothing. That's
3: just who this guy is. I have had a number of interactions with NHL players where they were super icy and I was like, it's just a bad day. And And that happens next time I talk to them, they're amazing or like sometimes off the mic they're they're really bubbly and then mm. on the mic not so much mm-hmm. uh because they're a little bit more guarded or no messi is the only guy to this day where i'm like you're kind of a jerk but
2: <laughs> but but if mess ever liked you and he decided to tell the stories what an interview that would be well, i want him yeah. on the show now oh me too but i just want to do like, it. like like is there anybody we can call to be like hey these guys are okay alan you know. think Alan knows Messier? I don't yeah. Know. He knows Henry Dryden. He knows Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He knows Bruce Springsteen's drummer. Good enough. <laughs> I don't think he knows Bruce. Good enough. <laughs> um, okay. He might not know him, but he's paid to see him a lot, and that should count. Hey, if you think you know which way it's going to go, and maybe you think you do, maybe you're like Jesse, and you're like, Ryan O'Reilly is going to be a leaf. But we're like, Jesse, what do you know? You did sort of nail that. Well,
0: I wish, wish I bet on it. I
2: don't like that. Yeah, no, you can. I don't, I don't Puts, like that at That all. is a weird thing. Anyway, you can like put. Y- you can you can lay down your knowledge. Sports interaction pregame live and play one of the many prop bets, and of course, there's trade deadline stuff. Sports interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. If you want to bet, see all that sports betting has to offer. Sportsinteraction.com/stpn, uh, or in Ontario, you can download the app uh, using the QR code on your screen. 19 plus. Please play responsibly. So uh, I want to know what you think about this. Um, How do you feel about Nashville getting a new head coach? They got a new head coach? No, but they might be. Um, And Jeff Merrick mentioned this. Okay. And who would you want to host or to to do the Nashville Predators? Who would you want to coach them if it wasn't their current? Is
3: it Laviolette still? Mm Mm-hmm. No, it was uh, oh, John, John Hines, Hines. Hines. Oh, John yeah. Hines. Also, no, Laviolette's in uh, Washington. Right. Yeah. What's wrong with John Hines? Why are we firing John Hines? Apparently, they want to change. So why? Here's why, to change. here's why they want to change. David Boyle's a madman. Here's why they want to change. I can figure it out right now. So they bought this summer, mm-hmm. right? They did lose Nino Niederreiter free agency, but they traded for Ryan McDonough. Um, they just locked up Philip Forsberg. They have one of the best goalies in the league in UC Soros. And there was the threat, sort of, uh, from David Poyle of, well, maybe we need to be sellers at this deadline. So today, for my own entertainment, I went and looked at the Predators and asked myself, well, who would they trade? And almost
2: nobody
3: is a pending free agent. Yeah, almost- they've all got
2: long term deals. And
3: yeah, so the reason I think they're looking at potentially getting a new coach is Poyle believes in this team, he locked in this team, and now they're pretty mediocre and slash kind of stink. Okay, so who would they get? To coach them? Who makes sense? I mean, someone... What kind of style? Some, well, okay, Nashville has notorious, don't you dare, I just realized what you're going to say. I was going to talk about using Philip Forsberg as a weapon, but Nashville, historically... Has been a defense
2: first team, and you're going to friggin' say Barry Trotz? what Jeff Merrick said. Oh my god! Imagine twenty years of Barry Trotz, and now he's back. I he was it. there for twenty years. He got hired and fired by the same GM. If that happens, because po- has Poyle, been there the entire time. Mm-hmm. He's never since Yoke.
3: 1997. It's crazy. Wow. Man. Okay, Poyle's career with the Nashville Predators has been longer. Than Joe Thornton's entire NHL playing career, starting from the day he was drafted. That's unbelievable. Oh my god, Barry Trotz does make some sense.
0: So with the Barry Trotz thing, I thought he wanted to get a job in upper management. If he was coming back with Nashville,
2: I think he would. That was the rumor during the summer. He would be able to probably have more control than say the first time around. Like Poyle is. The president mm-hmm. and general manager, I'm sure there could be some power sharing. You right. can give people titles and a different setup.
0: But is it like Poyle just becomes president and then trots his GM?
3: Well, Poyle's in his And then like, you leave John Hines? Is David
2: Poyle not in his mid 70s? That's possible. Like he is. Yeah, age, uh, like with these guys. He's 73 doesn't matter. years old. Doesn't he may matter. be wanting somebody to be like, okay, who do I trust to take over this? This is my baby. I've been here since 97. NHL executives don't know how to retire. They don't. They don't. No. They've got to have some of the oldest leadership in at, professional at sports. At some point, man, wouldn't you just want to, like, retire and go golfing? Yeah. Like, also, oh, you're a millionaire.
0: They have a uh, president. It's not Poyle. It is, uh, what was his name? Sean Henry, president of the national That president. was a
2: recent story, too, wasn't it? I'm sure they could make something work. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I always thought Trotz would come back in an upper management role and not really coach.
2: Well, he was going to be the coach in Winnipeg. That was part of the deal.
0: Yeah, but then he didn't.
2: That's very important. <laughs> That's a good It's a very important note, as they said. Excellent point. Um, anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a bit of a barn burner. LA versus Anaheim. Uh, uh, oh, uh, David Poyle is president
0: of hockey operations. Yes. And then there's a president of just the Nashville Predators. So, so yeah, he could re- relinquish the president of hockey operations
2: job title.
0: There could be some. That's something. very true.
2: Yeah. Um, so, I guess Phoenix Copley got a bench miner for leaving his crease. Uh, and blocker punched one of the players. Uh, and I, I <laughs> and John Gibson John, went to center ice. Yes, yes. Now, what was funny was uh, John Gibson went to center ice, and the Anaheim Ducks said Phoenix Copley didn't want the smoke. And then the L.A. Kings tweeted back at the Anaheim Ducks and said Phoenix Copley has as many wins as you have all season. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Feisty The admins are going at it, baby. I feel like they don't do that unless
3: it's a divisional rival.
2: Oh, and it's a so California rival too. They do yeah, no. The I California like teams have good admins, good social media peeps. Wait, no, <laughs>
1: no, I can't just leave that. <laughs> what, what, what is, that? What is it?
3: What What's wrong?
0: At? What's wrong? What are you looking
3: at? That guy's one of the owners of the Preds. Oh, Brett Wilson. Yeah, like yeah, the guy from Calgary. Yeah. Shark Tank slash
2: absolute asshole on Twitter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> is he, I, don't, I don't know It's Twitter profile. Yeah.
2: No, it's not Brett. It's W. Brett Wilson.
0: Yeah, W. Brett Wilson. Yeah. What? They, have a, lot of, they have a lot of minority owners. Yeah. I was just look, looking at it. And but wow. he was
2: also part of the, the crew that was trying to get... And I don't know if he was involved in Nashville at the time, but he was part of the crew that was trying to get Nenshi in Calgary kicked out so yeah. they could get oh, the really? public... Oh yeah, he was tweeting about it, so oh, yeah, they yeah, can get the that. public to pay for their new arena. Jesus. You ever like
3: something and then find out a bad thing about something and you like it less? <laughs> the Preds. Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's so a shame.
0: The Predators other website, they have a list of their owners and they have many minority owners and W. Brett Wilson is amongst Boo. them. Okay, now Boo. I got a question. Question, question. <laughs>
2: Alright. It's a quiz time. Okay. What else happened in the NHL Are you- this weekend? Major event wise. I yeah, I am. I'm quizzing you. <laughs> hey, it's the quiz. We've been doing this for 25 years and everybody <laughs> pretends to Here, like we, it. We, we, all need, a, hate we it. need a llama. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. We're going to use that clip 40 times. Um,
3: There was an outdoor game. Bingo. Gun to my head. Don't know who won. I was going to
0: ask. What's the what, question? Who played at the outdoor game this weekend? Oh, uh, Washington, Carolina. There you go! You know what's funny? We have
3: been through this. I was going to say Washington, New Jersey. Oh, my (laughs) God. No. The thing about about fucking outdoor
0: games, nobody nationally cares about it. The TV product has lost its novelty. But locally the people in Raleigh came out and they love that sure shit. Do. I believe Shout it. Shout out sure them. No,
2: they, they're great local events. Yeah,
0: and they're they garbage. dominated the game too.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> they're and garbage I, like national but events. But they're also yeah. like, the other, the other thing is that they're not really supposed to be anything other than a local event. Like, I don't I don't give... I think when the first ones happened, you were like, wow, that's yeah. crazy.
3: We're yeah. holding it to the standard of the first ones. Yeah, the one really in fair. Edmonton, like, who was the Ed- goalie with the two gone
0: jose Taylor, yeah. that was unbelievable
2: great yeah it was great and it was and it was worth it because it was
3: new yeah but, but like, now it's just sort of like here's he, what boston looks like outside here's what chicago. raleigh looks like outside yeah. and here's chicago. chicago they're wearing and the also old... chicago here's a little bit more chicago <laughs> <laughs> they're wearing the old baseball uniforms Whoa, they come out, get out of here Whoa! It's like this feel- one's in California. <laughs> Bet you didn't think that was ever going to happen,
2: and then it did. Yeah. I, I I am not down with shitting on the outdoor games um, as much as the All Star game. The All Star game could be improved. the 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 outdoor games are what they are, and when you go, it's fun. Unless you're freezing your tits off, like I was, snow pants. Absolutely, you have to choosing. wear
3: snow pants. Yeah, I'm sure um, nobody
2: cared
0: last year when we had in Hamilton. No, like it was a big deal shit. for us. Yeah. Like we all went and we had a good
3: time there. Yes. And, and we saw well, Willow Smith. Adam and I did. <laughs> we did. We saw Jesse and I Smith. were at
0: Willow Smith. We caught a vibe. Have we ever told the story how we got we got out of the
2: stadium and then back into the stadium? No, we never have. We never have, we were, we were so <laughs> We walked out of Wait, this was thing. I there for this or no. was I still working? So, okay. so first off, I want to say that Jesse Got us wristbands to the Willow Smith Concert, which was a TikTok live yeah. concert
0: Because I was Cause- doing influencing for The outdoor game for Molson Canadian That's
3: So right. you know those concerts where you see someone performing And then there's a big raucous crowd in front of them And none of them are 6'5"? <laughs> well, Jesse decided There's Jesse's like head above everybody else
2: <laughs> It was hilarious. And so we get, no, but we, we see Kaylee Sibley from Sportsnet. Absolutely. Who's running the uh, Twitter account, the Instagram account. And she Who's was not 6'5. Who was not 6'5. She is shorter than I am. Yeah. Uh, and and so she's like, hey, guys. Gave us a big hug. And then, like, we were all going down the steps together right beside the rink where the players are getting on. And out comes Willow Smith. And she was actually really good. Like, like I was like, Jesse, what are we expecting here? He's like, I don't know. She's got some good songs. And then she came out and she rocked it. I was like, man, you're good. That was fun. And then. They, they're like, okay, everybody, all of you crowd people because it's a, fa- it, you know, when they do the Super Bowl or whatever, it's a, it's a crowd that's like, you're paid to be there. Yep. You're paid to go like this.
1: Oh, oh, the wacky
2: <laughs> waving inflatable arms, whatever. Except for me, who was, I was just Jesse's plus one. And so they're like, okay, everybody, uh, come on through this hallway. And they took us to a gymnasium across the street underneath it, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because so they ushered the crowd off
0: of the field, right. in through the back, through the tunnel, and we think, okay, we're going back around to the like complex where they have all the, like, you shoot targets and all the promotion tents, and then back to the stands where you can actually watch the game.
3: This is at a football but, stadium in Hamilton. Yes, but Before the crowd
0: game. that was watching the Willow Smith game they didn't also get tickets to the game. No. They were just volunteers who got to be a part of that moment. And then the stage direction people and the directors, they were ushering them out of the stadium to leave and wait for the end of the game or whatever they were doing next yeah, they, as Yeah, I think they were getting on like
2: a bus and going
1: yeah. home.
0: Yeah, They were just kind of leaving. But we were a part of that crowd, not realizing that we were being ushered out of the stadium yeah. to get on the volunteer bus to leave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we
0: end up in this community center across the like, street. And I'm like, Jesse, why are we here? Like, yeah.
3: I, <laughs> how do I not
0: know and this story? It, 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 it took like 10 minutes of us. We went to the washroom. We're like chilling. We're like, yeah. okay, so when are we going back to the stadium? We started asking people and they're like, oh no, we don't. All, we don't have tickets to the game. That that was our whole job here to be the crowd for the willow Smith concert, and, and you're like, and we're, we're like, like no, we do. No, no, no. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah. So we were standing at the gate to where you go back into the stadium and we we're like, do we buy tickets just to go back in? Like, what do like we do? We were looking ticket. on Ticketmaster oh, at the resales to no. be we like, okay, we need to get back in. So we go to the guy who's doing the checking the tickets, and you do the turnstile and everything, yeah, yeah. and we just explained to him what happened. And he's like. All right, just come here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we showed him our tickets. We we're showed like, him our
0: wristbands them. from the thing. We showed him that, like, I'm here. I have yeah. tickets. They're, they're very close. Like, they're up in the stands. We're supposed to be there. And he's like, okay, because our tickets were already scanned, right? Together, Dude, I didn't the first know time. That.
2: Yeah, we never told you. So, I don't know why not.
0: No, we must have told you that day what had happened. You probably just forgot.
3: I think you were just we too busy you shivering story? Story? because your pants we, were wet. Anyway, so <laughs> no, you definitely didn't tell the me. The dude's story. like,
0: yeah, here, just check it. everything looks good. Go through. Yeah, I believe you. You know, so we went back in and we watched the game.
3: (laughs) Only you guys. Yeah.
2: Only you guys. For a
0: second there, we thought we had to buy another set of tickets. Well, Buy tickets to get back into the stadium. I know, and I was. And you were gonna do it?
2: I was so desperate. I wanted to go back in. What were we gonna do? Go home? Yeah, like because we also (laughs) had to drive you, and then we ended up driving Mike Stevens home too. I Hamilton, Mikey, Mikey rode with us. Mikey's Mikey's a fun guy to have in the car. Yeah, he's a pretty, he's a riot to have in the car. We were we were crying, laughing at a couple. a couple a couple moments for sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's (laughs) Mike's always got good stories too (laughs) yeah Jesse and I had an adventure like we ran into Steve we ran into some other people um yeah uh,
3: I ran into my grade three teacher
2: did you Mrs. Volpe
3: Hi, Mrs. Volpe. Oh, that's
2: nice. Yeah. yeah. Very <laughs> nice. Living in Hamilton now or just-
3: I don't know. Yeah. We didn't, I don't know. We didn't get that far.
0: We got to experience a stadium that we now despise because- I fucking it's, hate that it's stadium. inside of like a suburb, comp, like what do you call it, A subdivision. Which is you know? fine, but like, yeah. wh- but why
2: can't I take a pee? You're at- Why can't I pee there? You're
0: on like the second row of like the upper deck and you can see into people's houses.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't mind
0: that. I don't mind that. <laughs> I like
2: that. I like it that it's in a neighborhood. I don't mind that.
3: I would if I was the <laughs> homeowner. Yeah.
2: Well, I feel not like enough washrooms. Not enough washrooms. What yeah. the fuck is going on at Tim Hortons Field? Yeah. I sent. I stood there for an hour. You in missed the, the
0: entire second period. Yes,
2: and I was talking to people who were listeners of the podcast in front of me and behind me. One of, couple, one couple, really nice couple in from Newfoundland, and of they course. were and they were like in their um, they're in their outdoor gear, like their um, uh, skidoo gear like they were yeah. really smart right you get your fucking yep. okay, mm-hmm. warm shit on yep. and i'm freezing and i'm wearing running shoes like an idiot also being freezing makes you have to go to the bathroom more oh yeah oh yeah and and
0: the beer
3: the
2: beer didn't yeah. help. I dude. wanted to get I wanted to have a beer and I had the beer and then I was like, okay. No. I just I just keep
3: hearing rookie stories because no, dude shut up. no, because when I go to these <laughs> events, like not only do I want to watch the game, but like I'm also working. Mm-hmm. So like I definitely can't go to the bathroom. So I just like on game days like that, I just don't drink. Mm-hmm. I just, I just I just won't drink anything, and that's why. I like, all right, let's go back to the car. Actually, can we stop at a convenience store and get water immediately? Can, can we do that, please? Yeah. Also, I haven't peed and yeah, 10 you're hours. dehydrated, but it's yeah. on
0: purpose so you don't have to stop and stop doing your job and everything. Yeah, you know, wait those long bathroom lines. So we ran into also I'm uh, wearing snow pants. TJ, your former co-host of Virgin Morning, his right. brother his was there. Brother was there? Like it was. It was. And I think the whole point of the story is that outdoor games are a fun time. We just went through, we we just had so many stories from this one day. And that's what you get to experience at these outdoor games. But like the TV product, who
3: cares? There's also um, just people who become famous at the game. Like, hey, that's the guy who blank. And (laughs) at the one that I went to in Boston, there was a dude who had a mural tattoo of Bobby Orr scoring that famous goal where he's flying on his back. Across his entire back. So this dude's just like walking around and like people are asking to take pictures. Mm -hmm. And everyone's just like, that's the Bobby Orr tattoo guy. And then someone was like pointing at him and making fun of him. And some other guy goes, "Hey, fuck off!" And mm. hey, I wasn't doing anything. Yeah, you were. I saw you. <laughs> oh God,
2: Boston! What a magical place! Uh, it's <laughs> Boston does rule. It's a lot of fun. I hate it. Yeah, the it. NHL is going to keep possible.
0: doing it because they're. I guess they're good cash cows too. Oh like, yeah, we you can feel, feel the like Forty thousand people. is not bad. You know? in, in,
2: Well, in Michigan, what was there?
1: 53,000?
2: Wait oh, for, the, for the Leafs, Red Wings one. Leafs, or was or yeah. that more than it was that it was like a hundred thousand. Oh, ones? that's because yeah. it's the Michigan big Michigan stadium.
3: Did you go to that one? I did not. Um, I was at a friend's cottage and I played pawn hockey for the first time that day. And we watched the game on delay and I avoided spoilers, but I I misread a spoiler. So when the Leafs won, I was genuinely surprised. Because you thought they'd lost. I thought they lost. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I knew that they blew the lead and I was like, oh, damn it. And then it went to the shootout and Bozak won it. No. And then the game ended and I was like, oh, okay. okay, Neat.
2: They won. Hooray. Um. So just to switch gears here, John Tortorella had himself a weekend. I want to start with this clip uh, where he calls, uh, where he talks about what the media is like in Vancouver. And it's a John Tortorella press conference. Interesting. Jesse's got it here. And then I want to talk about something that happened last night as well. Did but they I,
3: play Vancouver?
2: They played Vancouver. They're playing oh, Calgary, okay. Vancouver, Edmonton. They're doing their swing.
3: Uh, I was like, What how did that even come up? Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: this John Tortorella. Club. right and i i like this because i do have, again feel like it's john tortorella being honest mm-hmm. and i want to know what your thoughts are on this and i also feel like if he were the head coach in montreal how would he do given how their how intense their media is french french more than english even Bro, i, lo- I loved it here the fans were uh were fantastic uh, you guys
3: in the media were idiots, as far as I was concerned. But uh, um, the fans, the the city, uh, being out in the city—it's such a beautiful city. The building—I I loved it here. Just the media idiots. What's that? Just the media idiots. The the media, yeah. I, they were. I'm not sure who's still out here now in, in the group. But there were a couple of beauties when I were here. So, um, yeah. But I, I guess that's. It's all part of your job. Right. And, uh, um, but I, the, I mean, I was here a year, right? Yeah. And I, we, my wife and I, the, the players, I love being here, but a few other people didn't like me here. So we had to leave. I love, I yeah, boys, You, uh, you, know? you, uh, tried to fight an opposing coach. Like immediately it was on camera, John. Oh, did they blow that out of proportion? John, you ever noticed the people who hate the media are fucking idiots. <laughs> who do fucking idiot things? Do <laughs> you ever notice that? I mean, it tends to be that way, but yeah, you know. I can't believe I am being held to account. No, they should have been nicer to you because the Canucks were really good when you were there. They were really good. They could have been good. They yeah. had the talent. Yeah, Scr- scratch a long-time okay, so, starter in the outdoor game. So then it they get to outdoors.
2: So then they get to Calgary. Yeah. Then they get to Calgary. Oh, I bet he liked them. Um. Uh. uh Travis Sanheim, who played for the Hitman, who is from manitoba had a bunch of family in attendance he took warm-up and was promptly scratched and i want to remind you that he is in the first year of an eight-year 50 million dollar extension that he signed opening night doesn't it start next year oh does it start next year i thought it was i think it starts next year okay well either way he's got all his family there played there played junior there
3: you know, I, I appreciate that he's really doing his best to erase his reputation as a player's coach. You know, a likable player's coach. Is I don't know. I'm not sure he likes this hockey thing very much anymore. Doesn't it like? does it always feel like he's being bothered?
2: Well, I, I had a look at Travis Sandheim's ga- uh, game before, yeah. uh, and he played a pretty good game, and it seems like he played a good game the night before. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, he's just... Taking one of his is dogs it, and rubbing their nose in it. Well, is it, is, it, is it establishing that, like, nobody's safe here? I don't care what it is. I'm so disinterested in John Tortorella. Really? Oh, well, I'm going to keep yeah. bringing him up then. No, no,
3: you should. <laughs> you should. No, no. this this guy, one of the most quotable guys, like, ever, has turned into one of the least interesting people. Why is it? Is it just because it's predictable?
2: Yes. It's, oh, what? What, I, what's his take on this? I bet it's grisly and dismissive. So don't bring it up unless it's something else. Like if John Tortorella is sunshine and rainbows, mm-hmm. then I bring it? I don't know. Like, oh, I bet he didn't like
3: the reporter here. <laughs>
2: okay. All right, like, all right. No, no.
3: He's, the guy's such a media critic for a guy who's failed at every media job he's had. He's failed. He's not good at it. And executives keep going, yeah, but he was good 15 years ago. He's not anymore. I'm not interested in John Totorella. Boo, fart. Go talk about how fun things are bad and
2: bad things are fun. Um, Fuck you. From, from Mike in my DMs, guys, I'm at, an, uh, I'm at a London Knights game, and the one linesman's name is Scott Boston. <laughs>
1: No ah, way!
2: Yeah, he said oh so close to being a perfect SDP no moment. Way. No way! Scott Boston's it. good. Yeah, Scott Boston is a real person. Where's he from? Lines made I don't know. Scott Boston. There's someone listening going, it'd be better if he was Irish Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> there is a, uh, there is also a Boston Scott who's at a uh, running back for the Eagles and the Rams it looks like. But Scott Boston, Boston Scott. Boston, Scott. Boston, Boston Scott's better. Ref. That's a better name. Boston Scott's a very
3: uh, famous running back.
0: Uh, it might be the same. He's fifty-one. Scott Boston from Ottawa, Ontario. He played in the AHL. never played in the NHL. Only made it to the AHL for the St. John's Maple Leafs. Played in Rochester Americans a couple times.
3: He played for the Ottawa Senators of the CJHL.
0: Yeah, no NHL experience, but a lot of AHL and ECHL games. There's a. This might be the same Scott Boston. Maybe it is.
2: I can't find anything else, any other reference to it. But Scott Boston, linesman, OHL, retired in two thousand one
0: from the Tacoma SaberCats of the WCHA. What a good
2: name, SaberCats! Unreal name. That's a great good
0: sports name. name yeah. Not, it's nothing like the Wildcats, though. No, or the Sabers.
2: When the Wildcats play the Wildcats,
3: <laughs> he's got like um, that semi turtleneck
2: from Ben. Funny hockey story for you this morning. On Saturday, the ECHL's Norfolk Admirals had to postpone their game with the uh, Worcestershire or Worcester Nailers after the first intermission because complete this sentence, Jesse, Blake, Jesse and Steve. Power outage. Power outage. Good one, Jesse. Give it to me again. I'm, on watching, Saturday. I'm watching
0: Scott Boston fight Ty Domi. The, <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, really?
0: Yeah. Scott, yo, do you think it's the same Scott Boston? Scott Boston fought Ty Domi, uh, when, when he played for the Belleville Bulls no. versus the Peter Roe in the OHL. And
3: he's wearing cooperals. I want
0: to Hold on. Let me find out what year this is. What year did he play for the Belleville Bulls? It has to be in this the late 80s. Not, somewhere around... 88
2: to 92 wow. is when Scott Cause, Boston cause played for the Belleville I Bulls. think Domi was drafted by the Leafs in like 89.
3: E- okay, so they, it must have been 88. Yeah, yeah, he
2: was in the NHL by the 90s, I'm pretty
3: sure. He's wearing Kubra. He's so much bigger than Domi. It's Holy a pretty shit. good scrap, too. I could probably show this because w- it's such
2: an old YouTube video. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going yeah. to Hockeyfightsvideo.com. How do they get the rights to that? How do hockey fights do that? They just this is from a uploaded. VHS tape
0: that they've digitally converted. Look at the time. I wouldn't even screen. know how to do that. I don't even know what you. This I guess is intense.
3: Title like, me like he's having a casual chat with the bench while he's oh. fighting. Oh my god!
0: Scott a- Boston's like twice his size too. I don't know if you saw that.
3: That dude was screaming like mid-fight, screaming at I don't even know who because the bench is the other way mm-hmm. turns back around and just pops Scott Boston with one of the most gruesome uppercuts I've seen in a while. Oh my god, what a lunatic. <laughs> I hope this is the
2: same guy. I hope it is The too. same linesman in the so OHL too. game? Like,
3: it looks like the Bruins Scott of the early
2: Boston. 90s missed their chance.
3: <laughs> oh my god, Domi had that death grip even oh, back then, eh? Uh,
1: look, yeah, look at him. He's, yelling he's yapping, time.
3: yapping, yapping and then watch his arm comes loose. Woof! <laughs>
2: Tied was a menace. Uh, from God, Ben. Awesome. Okay, so Give Saturday night, the ECHL's Norfolk Admirals had to postpone their game against the Worcester Nailers. After the first intermission, because Steve says power outage. Jesse, what do you say? Flood. Flooding. Flood, like water. flooding. Yeah, there's flooding on the ice. They flood. a good one. You're closer. It's lack of flooding. Both their ice resurfacing machines broke. Oh, God. Yeah, so... What? Uh, this wouldn't be nearly as bad normally, but the Admirals had season-high attendance that night. That's a dang it.
3: It is a dang it. Also, Jesse think- said Zambonis. And this is this is my favorite thing. Whenever these machines break down, people go, oh, the Zamboni of this arena broke down. And then the Zamboni company yeah. furiously tweets, that's an Olympia, not a Zamboni. Mm-hmm.
2: It's Kleenex. That's right. Yes.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, there's two major ice resurfacing companies, Zamboni. And Olympia,
0: yeah. So they have to call an ice resurfacing machine, which isn't a common term in right. hockey. They're no, called zambonis. fucking zambonis. We just say zamboni. They're not called zambonis, and
3: it's Olympia, no. <laughs> unless it's a zamboni. Shut up, it's
2: unless Olympia,
0: it's a <laughs> Yeah, 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 Um, um So
2: the, the both of their ice, ice resurfacing, resurfacing zambonis broke. broke. Damn. Yeah, isn't that funny? And they couldn't oh, fix it? They can call it. I a guess guy? they I guess they couldn't. Nobody and I thought, about, I'm like, is the ice that bad? Do you not just play? No, you gotta pony, the ice. They're playing right. hockey. Playing, right. playing, right. yeah. playing hockey. Playing
0: hockey. <laughs>
2: Talking about. Uh, from Will. Hey Adam, love the podcast and SDPN, but the conversation you guys had Friday about Toronto food, like Toronto only food, mm-hmm. made me cringe a little bit because Toronto does have its own specialty foods. Like and what? I'm like, I'm like, okay, Will, what do you got? And he's like, Toronto was the birthplace of, can you name it? Basketball. No, no, no. Hockey, or like uh, food wise. Uh, uh, I don't know. Guess something. Uh, it's, be- it's actually beaver tails. I've seen you eat it. Is it. Not beaver I know tails, it's but, but not, that's a good one. But yeah. But- churros. Not churros. Female bacon really yeah he said which okay. is arguably the best pork uh, product out there and? he said if you tris- if your listener wants toronto food go to the st lawrence market find the carousel bakery and get the female bacon sandwich it's a life changer i've had I've it had, it's I've outstanding talked about it on this show it's outstanding I've, we've all had that so it's a
0: little delicious.
3: a little uh a little uh history corner for you since when has toronto ever claimed that as a toronto thing we should though it's, it's not we known should. for it it. it
2: is well it's it, not known for it but it is
3: we know it as a canadian thing
2: so in, yeah. the 18, in the late 1800s, Toronto was known as Hogtown because every Saturday, pig farmers would drive their pigs down Yonge Street, which was a muddy street, mm-hmm. and they would leave a disgusting... Pig farms stink. I don't know if you've ever been near one, but they stink. Uh, and Toronto would stink too. Uh, legend has it that one prolific producer in the Victorian area, era, uh, era excuse me, William Davies, invented pea meal bacon, initially using ground dried peas as a crust to preserve the pork a few days longer and that is where P. Mill Bacon was born
0: the uh, The area that is now Liberty Village that used to be all industrial areas right. and the pig slaughter building was, was there and it kind of is still there in terms of the construction yes, of the building I'm pretty sure it is still there yeah. yeah. that whole place used to just reek yeah, <laughs> gross. But now it's like this. This very—it's uh, a soda sopa. Oh, it is soda sopa. It is soto sure. sopa now. So, Absolutely,
2: yeah. everybody. Two two people, like young couple, newly married, and a dog, and Small a coffee dog. shop called Balzacs. Yeah. Right. It's very actually good. good coffee there.
3: It is. And nobody, I like it.
2: nobody says, "Oh, Toronto people." I know. It. Don't you feel like we should own that a little more? Like do, one Probably. thing I'll say is that Torontonians know dick all about the history of this city. What oh, do you know, know about the history of this city beyond the 1970s? Nothing. Fucking nothing. nothing. We don't do any of that. Like, New Yorkers are like, oh, that's from New York, and that's from New York, and Chicago is like that, yeah. yep. LA's like that. We do nothing in that. Montreal's like that. We do nothing in this we city to celebrate anything. We do that Drake,
0: and that's it. Yeah. Well, we got Drake and
2: Bieber, <laughs> we count them because Stratford's far enough, uh, and Mendez. And I And I just feel like, in the weekend, uh, I just feel like we ought to own some of this stuff. A little bit. I, uh, whenever I was a kid and I saw
3: the pictures of the CN Tower being built, I would always like look at the area around it and how there was nothing there and go, uh, feels like there's, uh, you, you missed a few things you should tell me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So there's nothing there. It's full of shit now. Please explain.
0: There used to be a golf course, uh, a nine hole golf course in that area. Yep. Around the CN Tower.
3: The neighborhood where I grew up, which is like a well built up Huge suburban area with a like a train line going through it was an apple orchard, like three years before so I was born. Where
2: we are, um, uh, how far are we from the from like the arena from here? Like, which is in the downtown Scotiabank. Bank, yeah. um, like, Drive, drive what, in non traffic, twenty minutes, twenty minutes, like
0: fifteen. Non traffic, oh,
2: 15 minutes. Yeah, you zoop, zip over. Zip, there. Yeah, but like I, got, I got I got to work this morning at five a.m. at in in, in eight minutes.
0: Yeah. And that my work is done. Cuz you leave
2: at 5 in the morning. yeah There's no traffic. Nobody's, nobody's yeah. Nobody's here. So, um I want you to imagine a horse racing and betting track. Oh, yeah. In like this is this neighborhood that we're in right now yeah. is where the is where the original Woodbine racetrack was. What? And so yep. they have off-track betting that's just down it's the street. That's called Woodbine. Woodbine. <laughs> and but then they have they have the, I'm so stupid. Now they have it in Rexdale yeah. and it's still called Woodbine. Yeah. Which is really confusing. But this was the horse race for like 100 years. This was where the horse race track was. And then they tore it down to build a neighborhood.
0: I'm it's so it, dumb. Is, is it Dundas is um, about from Dundas? Is that where the entire south part of Toronto is
2: man-made? Because no, no, uh, Esplanade Down. Esplanade. Esplanade, Esplanade down. literally means against the water or oh, okay, some, some okay. sort of, la- there's some sort of word. But the Esplanade in Toronto is where the water line used to come yeah. to.
0: A lot of people what? don't know this, but a lot of Toronto is made up. Yes. By just construction. Yes. It's the, that part, what isn't actually land. It's been man-made land that was there. That's the water used to, Lake Ontario
2: used to come up to the Esplanade. Yeah. And Manhattan, is same thing. Manhattan, same thing. There's a lot of man-made stuff there. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. They, were, they used to throw all their, tr- essentially. It was the garbage. It's garbage. Yeah. is what it was made yeah. with. And you know, you know uh, where Harbor 60 is? Yeah. Do you know why they call it Harbor it's the 60? It's harbor. <laughs> That was the, that was the customs exchange. Yeah. So when your ship rolled what? up, what? you had to go to that building and pay your tax yeah. and then you could bring your goods in. You, could, that you could not unload your goods. Lakeshore you isn't up there. real. Like yeah. Lakeshore, people made that. The city developed that area. Yeah. And there's a whole part of the Toronto Island system that is also all garbage. Yeah. And if you go out there, people find consistently find old newspapers, pottery, and that sort of thing from 150 years ago. (laughs) And it still smells. Mm -hmm. It still smells a bit funny. It's a landfill. And one thing that's happening in the east
0: right now is they're kind of doing it again. They're, they're building rebuilding the Portlands. a giant, huge park complex that's going to look so gorgeous that I'm jealous of people who are going to be who are born like 40 years after me because well, yeah, they're, it, it's they're not, not gonna, even going to start being finished until 10 years. Exactly. Like they've just started this. This is a 20, 25 year project, and it's going to look absolutely gorgeous down there. It's going to be a giant new waterfront that's just going to exist in the east end of Toronto like with a big all these calm. L- Co- these all these condos and the um, what's the uh, beach that's gonna be da- that's already down there that you drive down you drive down the port. Oh,
2: nice. it's uh cherry cherry, cherry beach. Be- yeah. like, cherry beach
0: is gonna be more of a thing because. Now people can actually get there instead of this one road that currently yeah, exists. Uh, man, I to used to there. cut
2: through there. I used to cut through the Portlands all the time to avoid traffic because you could just blast. There was nobody there. It was like so. Essentially, it's an industrial hub, and all the industry left. It went to Burlington and Hamilton. So you could just blast through there uh, at ridiculous speeds, and nobody would be watching you. And um, and I think it's interesting because what they're doing, if you're if you, they're having to dig down and shore up the land because it was all man-made mm-hmm. and they just threw shit at the water. And so now they want to make sure that when they build condos out there that they're not going to lean into our yeah,
0: They're not going to go into the water. Yes. Um, last summer, too, there was a big deal about the bridge that was being brought in for it. So they, they had... I don't know if you guys watched this on Twitter. All I know or
3: about is the big rubber duck that visited from <laughs> that Nova Scotia. Is, that, that is
0: that. But they, they shipped the bridge. I believe they built it in Nova Scotia. Um, and they shipped the bridge, and you could follow yes. it on a live stream, and yes. you could watch the bridge come across, and, and it's there, and be landed into Toronto, and it went took the whole journey, and now it's there. Now our bridge is there, and they're slowly getting this whole thing together. Anyways, there's so much Toronto history that yeah, we don't know anything we, about our own We city. suck Nothing. as a city to be like this is our city, this is all our stuff, and like you said, I'm New Yorkers. They're fucking fantastic. That kind yes, of yes,
2: and, and and that's how you things. sell a city to tourism, right? You got to have what what. Like you go to you go to New York, you want a New York slice of pizza. You go to Chicago, you want Chicago style. You want you go to Detroit, you want Detroit style. That's just fucking pizza. Well, like we would have, we would lay claim, and people would hate this. But Hawaiian pizza was invented here, really in in Southern Ontario. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and okay. and now now some people don't like Hawaiian pizza, and I get it. And so, but. But it, can, can, be claim it. it, can, it can be our thing. It can still be our thing. Yeah. A, a female bacon sandwich, you could sell that to anyone. That is so good. Especially because the there's
0: a specific one in St. Lawrence Market that you could be like, go try that. Yeah. Even Montreal has that kind of shit. You yeah, know? Montreal smoked meat. Yeah. Like Toronto doesn't do that. No. It's we got to do that. We got to do that. Got to own our shit, man we're the revolution let's although, start it although you three know three of us hanging
2: our hat on hawaiian pizza i gotta say is 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 risky let's not
0: we need a catchy hashtag
2: <laughs> get, no. to T. O. No. get to know t.o get to know t.o cafe t.o no <laughs> oh, god <laughs> what's the Do you uh remember cafe t.o i'm vaguely it's where they built all that because you couldn't go inside during covid so you could eat outside with your mask. You'd have to like pull your mask down, eat, and then put your mask back up. <laughs> that was the actual regulation at the time, and and then and so they built all these uh, cafes on the streets. And you're you're eating a your cars. Yeah, they're like, like you. So all you got to do is pay, mask, bite the burger, and then put your mask back on. And everybody's like, yeah, 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 okay, cool, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah, I was at a wedding and everyone followed the rules. I bet they did. <laughs> sure. I bet they did. I bet they did. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody playing
1: soccer, especially as they got
2: drunker.
3: No, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: You know what? People are known to follow the rules more when they're drunk. Mm. Now, should we do the press conference? <laughs> no, I was about to hit the button. <laughs> oh, let's hit the button. Then, All, right. Then. All right. I just wanted to read you some stuff from the DMs. There's some good DMs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good thing we got two more shows this week on Thursday and on Friday. That's right. We should mention
3: them. And I CJ did.
2: show. Out and then another one Thursday, and there might be some bonus ones too. Does he know that you said that information? Yeah,
1: S-D-P. the Steve Dangle podcast,
0: powered by sports interaction. Canada's sports book.
1: Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W Y L D E, and at Jesse Blake. Connection complete.